Welcome to another episode of the Real Nerds Podcast. Ryan's not here. He's not. Instead, you've got Brad. And James, and who are normally here. Uh, and then Dan, you have returned. Hi. That's me. I'm Dan. Thanks for coming back. At one Dan. point, the most visited guest on our show. Yeah. Well, and now has tied been. again. Zach came yep. back. So Zach has been on three times, and now you will have been on for a third time. I don't even know who Zach um, is, so okay. Yeah, he's he's a director. He's got other stuff to do, and he's oh. leaving town soon, so you're easily going to you know trump him. But uh, Good. Anyway. Then we've talked about these people in the past. It's like, hey, remember that guy? He went to see the movie or whatever with us, um, but then he's never been on the show and has been listening for a while. Uh, our friend Ryan, Rafe Ryan, is here. Hi. Hi, Ryan. I'm the imposter Ryan this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we should have had you run the show. Oh, man, we are so not creative. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> off our game. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and his girlfriend, Lisa. Say hi, Lisa. Hi. Thanks for coming on the show, guys. Um, if you've never listened to Real Nerds Podcast before, we see a major release movie during the week and talk about it. And then we also talk about emails that we get and then DVD releases and box office stats. Yeah. Uh, if there's a comic book we recommend, we'll try to do that. And then um, we kind of talk about stuff we watch during the week. Yeah. And then we'll review the movie at the end. Which was? Uh, oh, sorry. I was burping. <laughs> uh, it was The Wolverine. <laughs> we went and saw The Wolverine. Uh, it's really late at night. Well, and I had back. to have some Mountain Yeah. Day. This is really late. So we're going to try and burn through this show <laughs> as fast as possible. No, no, no. I got, I got some caffeine in me. This is 2 like, you know... One of the few sodas I've had in weeks, because I'm trying to go kosher or whatever, <laughs> steady. I'm trying to go steady off of caffeine. <laughs> I'm I'm dating not having caffeine. You have um, a very weird relationship. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You, oh, man. I'm not okay not having Mountain Dew sometimes. But anyway, we're doing all right now. Um, if, you are, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, this sounds like shit. It's not our podcast. It's honestly not. It's your shitty headphones. Like, your headphones are not very good. Uh, and if you go to tweakedaudio.com, you can get these really great headphones that are already reasonably priced, especially for how cool they are. Like, they got wood in them, or the f- cables are flat, so they don't, like, bunch up when you just shove them in your pocket because you don't care because you're in a hurry. Like, it's okay. When you pull them out of your pocket, they're all going to be straight again. It's going to be great. Um, but if you still are like, you know what? I, I'm being a little frugal i want to save some money that's okay if you go in there and you, after you're you know when you're checking out in the promo code you put in real nerds one word r-e-e-l-n-e-r-d-s you will get a third off of your order which is like a third of everything you order you so could order a thousand dollars worth of earbuds yeah and they will do the math because that's not easy math it's like 333 dollars and 33 wow point three cents you're like a genius yeah how did you do that i dude college wow i paid for five years of college that's what i get for going to art school yeah they they made me stay around another year that fifth year because i was so smart they couldn't let you go yeah no exactly because i was teaching the classes by the end hmm. mm-hmm. let you brag some more <laughs> <laughs> speaking of bragging i'm gonna brag about a amazing app you can buy uh well not buy it's actually free <laughs> sorry uh i suck at this you can buy it for uh, no dollars buy it for no dollars all of that money that you save it's so amazing that's you free don't, yeah. from from tweaked out of you you don't They're have giving to spend any of that money on this app none of that money goes to this app uh this app if you like motion comics is called narrate n a r r then the number 8 yeah um oh, and they have i get it yeah 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 <laughs> um they're yeah. all about the web 2.0 <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I do. Um, people here are nerdier than I am. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. Um, yeah, it's a motion uh, comic, also book 
app where you can like download just you know stuff like that and then um they they have a beta version that you can actually make your own yeah there's all like self publishing cool stuff that they're working in there. on i'm not sure if it's out yet but uh that's what i'm most interested but yeah yeah and it's at least something where you know something something fresh that somebody's working on and it's exciting you know yeah something worth checking out and uh if you're really into it um you have to uh in, like the app's free but the actual published stories you have to use credits or coins to um trade for and uh real nerds can help you out by if you hashtag real nerds and then also include whatever name you sign up as for narrate um when you do that you will get 100 free coins yeah to spend at your luxury so go on to facebook or go on to twitter and, and either like or follow them and then hashtag them and mm. then when you sign up for your account on part. narrate then that way they'll go in and they'll be like, dude, this guy is awesome and friends of the real nerds. Let's give him some buckazoids and then you can spend <laughs> that imaginary money on comics. And as you read comics in Narrate, you get more imaginary money to spend on comics. Like, reading makes you dollars. It's it's crazy currency. I don't understand how economies work, but this is apparently a magical economy. You don't have to understand it. You just have to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, oh <laughs> dude, that, oh, man, that's actually, like, the best tagline ever. Uh, a word of advice if you're going to write down some uh, or come up with some dumb username like XXBudSmoka420. Oh, yeah, that is my username. <laughs> Make sure you just write it down so that you can get your discount later. Oh, your good thinking. Co- your free coin of buckers. This is true, yeah. Was. Yeah, because if you just yeah. make up a shitty uh, shitty name, yeah, like you got to make sure that you get it. In- well, <laughs> oh, you did. <dick. laughs> anyway, let's let's move on. Uh, first, one, last, one last thing that oh, we have I- to do. Oh. Uh, Ryan's dad does. Ryan's dad? Oh, Ryan's dad right. does mobile paintball. Yeah. Um, What's the name of it? Pirate Paint. Pirate Paintball. Yeah. Um, if you look them up, I don't think he has a website. Uh, I think you just have They're, to run into them. You like them on Facebook. Like them on Facebook? Okay. And yeah, and then you send it. It's the same kind of thing where if you if you tweet at them or you, or you hashtag Real Nerds or whatever. Yeah. Say, the Real Nerds sent me to play paintball with you. He yeah. will hook you up. Yeah, he's going to give you like free paint and shit. Free paint. Like, let you use one of his guns. Yep. Um, he'll, he's probably still going to shoot you as much as he can when you're actually out there. Yeah. But that's okay. It's fun. Like pain. You, you get like a like um, a jumpsuit that has a giant target on the back. It <laughs> says, you know, I mentioned the real nerds, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just and then everybody blindfolds you. blindfold you, and then just send like spins you around, and then sends you sends off you into, into the, the woods. And yeah. hope, yeah. Hopefully, you emerge three days later, <laughs> paint free. Yeah, or at least alive. Hey, let's talk about movies now. Okay. How about we talk about mail? Sure. That's what I meant. Emails? <laughs> <laughs> Emails? Emails about Emails. movies. Duh. Emails? Emails. 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 Thanks, Brad. Fan mail! I don't actually have the emails pulled up, so you're going to have to give me a second and then cut Did to Did we have any emails? I don't know. Um, I, I, I will impromptuly send you an email right now. Okay. All right. Hey, Receiving. Uh, Receiving. I, what? Receiving. You fucked it up for me. Got already. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I live in the greater Denver metro area. What? Uh, if I'm interested in finding a local retail place to buy movie posters, mm. where would I go? That's a good question, Dan. Um, I tend to go. Uh, I I don't pick up movie posters like when I go seeking them. I don't I don't seek them out a lot. Um, a lot of what happens is I'll be at conventions and I'll see like, oh, dude, there's an awesome mini poster for Fantastic Voyage, and I'll pick it up. Um, so as far as going to stores, you know, comic book stores tend to have them, but not you know, not really cool ones all the time. Um, 
a lot of times I'll just go to like allposters.com and buy them there. I was going to say, um, I don't really recommend retail stores. I'd say go to the internet. Yeah. eBay okay. is usually where I buy Especially mine. Especially if you want something that's a little bit different. If you want yourself like a really great poster of all the Jonas Brothers together, like, yeah, you can go to Walmart or you can go to like a, well, a, no, I'm not talking an, about a, a for your <laughs> entertainment in the mall and pick up one of those things. You know, like, here's a Metallica poster from 1996. Yeah, here's my Justin but, Bieber right, yeah, poster. Yeah. And even if, even if they do have the movie posters, they tend to be the smaller ones that they're not even the best poster for that yeah. run. When like, you're looking for movie posters, you want to find 27 by 40 double-sided. Yeah. That's an authentic movie poster. What's a double-sided? What, what does that mean? You, you can flip it around, and it'll be just the reverse of that image. Yeah. So... Um, oh, okay. Because so, when they put them into the screens in a theater, they shine a light behind it. So if the same image were on the back, it, you would see like a, a, a oh, weird reflection. Right. So okay. they print the same image on the back so that you get a really crisp image shining through the paper. Um, so what if I... If you order them online, they're usually printed, in which case they won't be double-sided. Yeah, like that, that's the thing. What if I don't want an authentic double-sided one, but I would be willing to pay like... 20 to 30 bucks for a decent reprint. I would still say go online okay. because yeah. the thing is they're way cheaper. Yeah, they're cheaper because they print them like that, yeah. And and because you're going to be able to really look through and find one that like isn't, you know, find one that's not the same poster you've always seen. Like any store you go into, you can get that pulp fiction po- poster that's like it's the sideways poster of the two of Jules and uh um uh, what's his name? Vincent. Vincent holding the gun and pointing it sort of at an angle. You can find that poster anywhere. Like literally you walk onto a college campus and there are dudes handing them out for free. <laughs> you know, the same is true with the Boondock Saints poster. Like you can find the Boondock Saints poster. In a clockwork orange. Anywhere. Yeah, in a clockwork <laughs> orange. Like there's these fucking cliche posters that are not very cool. And when you walk into somebody's dorm room, yes, I had that poster. When you walk into somebody's dorm room, you immediately think, I don't, I don't like you as much as I hoped I would. Like one of my just... favorite jokes from the office is uh, when Michael's uh, nephew interns for the uh, office, mm. and he talks about his influences as a filmmaker. <laughs> He's like Citizen Kane and the Boondock Saints. It's <laughs> like, yep, that sounds about right. Oh, they nailed that one. Yeah, and then of course they're still kicking around like, oh, uh, Troy Duffy's going to make Boondock Saints three. Oh, good. How many people saw the last one? <laughs> um, they actually released. Um, it wasn't even on digital bits. The director's cut of Boondock Saints two. Last week on Blu-ray, he made a director's cut. There's a director's cut. There's Why? more footage for the movie. Oh, good. Um, all that stuff you missed. I actually like the first one. Oh, I, no, no, I like the first yeah. one. It is all the it's all the dude bros making that their favorite movie of all time. That that just bugs. Yeah. The shit Have you out seen of the me. documentary Overnight? Uh, no, I you should. Into the one about how much of a dick Troy Duffy is. Yeah, yeah. And how the Weinstein's put out a hit on him. Wait, 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 wait. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like they well. You know, there's no proof, but right, they yeah, but speculate. He, he, he thinks that the wine scenes put a hit out. Got, yeah. Yeah, that guy's a crazy pants. But as far as reprints go, at least make sure you're getting the right size, which is 27 by 40, which a lot of reprints are 24 by 36, right. and they fit in... Smaller ones. They fit in frames that you can easily find, but it's yeah. the 27 by 40, which is really hard to find frames for. Yeah. Um, but That was going to be my next question, Brad, is how do you get frames for your posters? How do I? Yeah. Uh, I got four about a decade ago mm-hmm. and they were 27 by 40 and they were plasticky um yeah the ones that just sort of pop together and then slowly deteriorate yeah, and they're really wall. expensive each yeah um and now i haven't bought a frame for one since most of my posters are just in rolls right now yeah i um i fell into a couple like i had one given to me you know and i mm-hmm. think it had like a i think it had like a 300 poster or something shitty oh no it had a uh, it had a poster for lucky number 11 in it oh god and and, I, and the guy was like hey do you want this and i'm staring at it and i'm like 
oh yeah, of course I do. And the first thing I did was rip the poster out of it. And I was like, I just want this frame. <laughs> like this, you don't. This frame is worth gold. Um, but then uh, I I've tried to order them online, and yeah, some places you go, it's easier now than it used to be. But it used to be like you had to pay a if you only wanted one or two, you had to pay a a wholesale fee for them opening a box of ten because they only want to sell you them like for resale. You know, so they want to sell you ten in a whole box and ship them to you. So if you only want Which one, no have... one really needs. I know, <laughs> like it's it's insane, and I don't know how allposters.com hasn't just bought a bunch of them and sold them for fifteen bucks a pop because that just makes sense. But anyway, um, good cool. email, Dan. Thanks for writing in. Thanks, um, dudes. You can email us uh, realnerds at gmail.com. You can tweet us real underscore nerds. You can like us on Facebook as a Real Nerds Podcast or wherever we are. Uh, you can comment on our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like like us. You can go on and subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review. Nobody does that anymore. But if you've been listening for a long time, go in there and just like, you know, throw a review in there. Take like two minutes and just say something horrible about us or whatever. But uh, just so that we know that somebody's listening. Sometimes the screen sounds like it feels like you're yelling into a hallway. Did you say they could listen to us on Stitcher too? Oh yeah, you can listen to us on Stitcher. That's right. Yeah, just go on there. Stitcher that's app. Pretty good. Yeah, listen to us on your phone. So if you're Android, that's the easiest way, you know. Cool. Any other mail? I don't think so. I was looking at the tweets. I'm not seeing. You know, if you emailed us and we missed it this week, um, we apologize and just resend it, and we'll we'll make up for it. Yeah, you just gotta forgive us. Um, yeah, there's re- retweets of stuff we did. Um, we posted yeah. interviews. There were comments about those interviews, but. And uh, we've got, um, obviously, the live show, but by the time this goes up, it's only going to be a couple days away. But if, if, you know, if you don't already know, Wednesday the 31st? Yep. Uh, excuse me again. At Castleman's, at Castleman's Barn Venue. So it only applies to really people in Denver. Yeah, right. Well, if, if you want to If you want to come out, out of state, yeah, check I, it out. I'll let you sleep in my yeah. basement, for sure. Well, my parents' basement. I'm sure they don't care. Um, you got to go o'clock. online, get your tickets. Five dollars, or show um, up at the door and they're eight. Huh? If you if you show up at the door, they're eight. Yeah. Um. I don't have the address for the online for me. Uh, I don't know. Just just go if you, Castleman's if you Google, dot com. Yeah, they'll Castleman's. have a list of their shows and then just find the real nerds. Well, it'll probably be the boy who stares. C A. Well, we're on there too, but C A S S E L M A N S. Castleman's. We'll be doing an hour's worth of podcasting post uh, film segment and yeah. We might have no. a little surprise. We're going to go up and we're going to fuck around on stage for a while yeah. and see if we can try booed. to captivate an audience. Yeah, see if that happens. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Anyway, that's mail. Box office numbers? Sure. This is the box office stats. This week sucks. I was pissed Does last it? week. Oh my God. What I'm... happened this week? Okay, so the movie we saw last week is R.I.P.D. Came in at number seven, well deserved, I would say, uh, at only twelve million dollars, uh, out of one hundred thirty million dollars. That's gonna be tough to make up. Yeah, uh, but that movie's not very good, so um, I'm kind of okay with it. The one that makes me sad is that number six is Pacific Rim. That movie made sixteen million dollars last week in its second week. Yeah, its second week it dropped to number six. Like, what so the word fuck of are mouth people didn't doing? carry around. Yeah, like. And okay, I understand The Conjuring came in at number one, forty million dollars. Everybody's loving that movie. Um, I that's cool. Despicable Me at number three. Fucking Turbo came in at number three, or Despicable Me at two. I mean, tur- Turbo is number three. Well, Grown Turbo Ups is two is number four. Like, what the fuck are people doing? <laughs> Stop going to see shitty movies. 
You don't know that. You didn't see him. Uh, again, the conversation <laughs> from last week, if if it's a movie where Adam Sandler gets his mouth peed in, <laughs> it's not a movie worth seeing. That's just as a general rule. Red 2 came in at number five, though, which is uh, a, a neat little surprise. What, what My parents went thought. What if the stinger like post credit scene for uh, Pacific Rim was Adam Sandler getting peed in his mouth? <laughs> All right, I'd rethink my rule then. Okay. Yeah, I but the movie would not be as good. The stinger for what? Pacific Rim is not <laughs> the the stinger for Pacific Rim isn't like brilliant, but if it were that, it would the movie would be lessened by the involvement of Adam Sandler's mouth pee. Just okay. in general, like Pacific Rim would not be as good of a movie. Fair enough. Yeah. I really wish Ryan was here so he could do an Adam Sandler impression. I'd be like, how <laughs> these robots peed in my mouth? I'll say this. Pacific Rim would have been better if there ha- Actually, I don't think I had seen it. There was a trailer for it. If there were a trailer for Grown Ups 2 where Adam Sandler got his mouth peed in at the beginning of Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim wouldn't have been as good as it was. And that's just a trailer at the beginning. Like, that's how bad that whole idea is. Anyway. DVD and Blu-ray releases. DVD releases and Blu-rays. What's coming out this week, James? I was doing my my very best Joe impression of the way that Joe says that. Yeah, um, you missed it. I know. Uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation is the big release this week. Hmm. Um, here's a little insider trading for you. If you go to Sam's Club, uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation will be $24 on Blu-ray. That's the standard price for a Blu-ray. Right. If you go to Sam's Club, a bundle of G.I. Joe Retaliation and G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra will be $24. Oh, so they're giving away that other movie. They are giving away Rise of Cobra, <laughs> which, as far as I'm concerned, the better movie. Um, I know Brad won't agree with me. No, not at all. There's some people out Jesse there. Jesse will who, agree with you. There are some people out there who appreciate how good Rise of Cobra is, um, but Retaliation's not bad. I, I just won't. It. I won't buy it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got underwater sea bases in it. Yeah. Uh, Justice League Flashpoint Paradox, which is the next like DC animated movie comes out this week um that what brad and i will actually care about is that uh the next generation season four comes out on blu-ray this week i care about this too oh but, yeah oh yeah but, but i i i'm still kind of watching through the series and on netflix yeah no no so um because like I, I, i'm happy that this is still happening but i I'm not. right yeah, well i didn't and, know they were on season four already yeah yeah they're pumping them out pretty quick um i think because as the seasons go it gets easier to do the the like new cg kind of stuff to fix the the show, but I'm not entirely Probably. sure. They have more original footage, maybe. Yeah, I'm not to. sure. They got no, rid no. of that um, ugly character in season one. The, <laughs> what was her name? The doctor, you mean? No, the blonde one. Oh, um, Tasha Yar. Yeah, yeah, Tasha Yar is the worst. Ah, harsh. And it was oh, hard, no, it was Tasha Yar is the worst. Look good in HD. And then yeah. After that, it's all better. So. <laughs> she comes back as a Romulan. You know that, right? Yeah, nope. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the actress, <laughs> the actress, Thanks, is, asshole. Still not as bad. Tasha Yar, not as bad as the Romulan version of Tasha Yar. Or, I mean, I meant that the other way. Romulan version of Tasha Yar, not as awful as Tasha Yar herself. Actually, Tasha Yar comes back in the last episode, too, as herself. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler. Best episode is that episode with the Enterprise C in it where Tasha Yar dies. <laughs> the best episode of Star Trek. Uh, but I'm. And not... they're still 75 bucks. Like, whew, man, those things are expensive. Yeah. Well, it's like, what, four or five di- Blu ray discs in yeah. one package. But I'm waiting for the big all seasons collector one single set. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and these I don't trust TV DVDs to come out in the same packaging all the way through anymore. Right. They they'll do like six. It'll be seven season thing, and then six of them will come out in one type of packaging, and then the seventh month they'll be like, oh yeah, people don't like this season, so let's just throw it in a 
regular shitty case. So, Brad, what's my favorite TV show of all time? Justified? No. My favorite TV show of all time is Lost. Uh, and the way that they do the box art on that... That's what I said, right? Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't listen the whole, anytime I talk about these shows anyway, so it all runs together. But there's like a little picture of a character on each on the spine of each one. And for... Um, at first, it's Touchstone, I think, that's doing the releases, and the boxes, are, the, the, the DVDs are really cool. The DVD boxes are really cool. And then for the last two, it's CBS Inter- uh, Entertainment, something like that, uh, or ABC Entertainment, I think. And that picture of the guy is, on season five, slightly higher. <laughs> and on season six, a good centimeter higher. And it's the most frustrating thing. Like, I look up on my shelf at how nice my blue- my DVDs look, and then there's just this, like... Like somebody hit it with a hammer. Like, oh, I've got that beat. Even get through? Like, I don't know. Like somebody who doesn't care. I've got that beat. So there's 15 seasons of South Park right now, and they've been really good yeah. about keeping the actual material packaging the same. Yeah. But there's that white one where the South Park sign is just slightly higher up on the packaging than the rest <laughs> of them. See so why? When there's on your wall, it's like this row, and then there's like this one anomaly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like man. what happened? And of course, like down at the bottom, like the Comedy Central logos changed since then. Yeah, so that's oh, right. different. But it's just, they're all in the same spot at least. But yeah, there's just this one thing just kind of sticking up. Man, the and, kind of shit we and have to put up with. There's 15 of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. First world. First problem. world problems. Uh, the Devil's Backbone comes out on a Criterion edition, which is uh, a Guillermo del Toro movie. That's right. Um, cool there's this movie called Black Rock that's got Kate Bosworth in it that I've seen trailers for and I think I remember thinking that it looked interesting um, but it's just getting dumped yeah it's about three girls who vacation on an island and they get hunted by men yeah something like that yeah Yeah. hot Um, so if you want to check you know go check out the trailer for it at least and uh, you know maybe maybe go rent it you know yeah since it's clearly just getting dumped nobody cares about it but is it the film center for like a week oh yeah yeah oh cool uh, and an awkward sexual adventure comes out this week, which is some kind of someone weird... made my biography. <laughs> <laughs> it's some kind of unrated, weird, not porn. I don't know. The cover is just intriguing because there's a woman with a melon, like a chopped open melon. Yeah, intriguing or just kind of gross. It's it's gross. Okay. Yeah. Because um, I'm. If we're I think at it's gross. It's yeah. It's <laughs> gross how much I'm, I just keep staring at it. I think that's the part that's gross. Uh, yeah. Anyway, not a big week. No. Uh, one more thing about G.I. Joe, though. Uh, Best Buy is having that limited edition poster uh, as the cover for their... their oh, you their mean that like uh, that cool like four-color grayscale poster yeah. that we have? Oh, that that's a cool poster. Yeah. So yeah. if you like different art for your yeah. DVDs and Blu-rays, I check really out Best Buy. Huh? I really hate the way they're doing that. Like having different DVD box art at different stores, like it's just such bullshit. That's awesome. Instead of like, oh, here's more photographs, stylized photographs of yeah, but people's I, heads arranged differently. All right. Well, then, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I would, I would rather they have like cool artsy covers on every D- every DVD. Um, it's more that if they're gonna be multiple ones, just sell them all to Amazon so I can choose which one <laughs> I want, and they can show up on my doorstep. Because walking into a Best Buy is just a sad, depressing thing, and it brings my whole day down. And I don't want to have to fill my life with that. It's uh, it's not fun in Best Buy. Like I, don't, used to. I don't know what you and Ryan have been going through, but I, I my experiences has gone unchanged. I mean, it's harder to find things because yeah, they have less of it. But right, exactly. You walk in there, it's just barren. 
My best still, buy. They had my best buy. They they literally shrunk it. They put a shoe store into my Best Buy. What? Yeah, they 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 moved the wall in and built a shoe store on this the other side Park of the Meadows? wall. Yeah, it has shrunk. I was in there. I didn't even notice. It has shrunk sixty percent, or it is down to sixty percent of what it you used to be. You are making something up. That's I am crazy. not. When, when that, did this occur? A uh, couple uh, two years ago. That Fantastic Footwear that's right next to it used to be part of the Best Buy. Yeah. Hmm. There I was a time, time I'm over there. I'll have to like look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walk over to that wall and like smell it, and you'll smell the fresh paint. Like I, I'll it's smell the totally, shoes. I'll smell like yeah, right. Yeah. You'll smell the leather through the like paper thin walls that they're they hung there uh, in order to disguise their poverty. Like no, that that place used to be huge, and you could just wander through there and find gems. And now like the DVDs are sideways. Yeah, they barely have any Blu-rays or DVDs. Oh, yeah. No, it's just gross. I think there's actually more music there than there's actually movies. Which is crazy. I don't know who's buying music. Like, actual CDs. Well, you know, that that new whatever the fuck album. Selena Gomez. Gotta go buy it. (laughs) Hot new release. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's cold out here in the D. (laughs) Um, All right. Next up is news. Yeah, let's do news. All right. It's real news. I think we're inadvertently following the actual, like, the actual layout for the show here. The one, the one we started with when we started this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, no, because we used to do what we've been watching first. Oh no, you're right. We didn't do what we've been watching first. No, that was. Just... Let's talk about this some more because that's interesting to people. <laughs> anyway, um, uh. Batman Superman movie, Brad. Wait, what? What's going on? Batman Superman movie. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, are you n- talking about one of their no, no, I'm just reading, cartoon ones? I'm just reading everything the internet has said all week, and all they've said all week is Batman Superman movie. That's right. It's Zack Snyder. Man, Man of Steel 2 is just going to be a Batman Superman movie. Batman Superman movie. Batman, That's all we know. Maybe Batman versus Superman movie. I don't know. Not exactly a team-up. I don't know. Batman Superman movie. That that is. They have a before. logo. They have a logo, huh? <laughs> yeah. The the, the storylines have gone that way before. It's a really kind of weird logo too, because it is it is the Man of Steel logo inside of like the the like Brave and the Bold Batman logo. And it's actually more of the Dark Knight Returns Frank Miller logo. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, but which, still, it's like that big chunky logo. It's definitely not the. They have a Batman Superman logo from the comics because yeah. there was, and they're actually and returning show. to that, huh? And the cartoon show. The, the Batman Superman cartoon show. Oh, yeah. Um, Give me Google Image Search and MS Paint, and I'll have you a mashup logo. <laughs> <in Batman. laughs> um, no, it's. Eh, I was saying on the show before, they're like, that's. I don't know if I would like. I would have done Man of Steel 2 as the Batman Superman team up, but yeah. I thought World's Finest was the way to go instead of like go, copying the Avengers route. Like, take your two best characters, show exactly. Give a movie that can focus on explaining like how these two can polar opposites would exist world. in the same world. Yeah, um, and then you can introduce the Flash and Wonder Woman, all the other fantastical characters, and and I think that I do think that makes sense. Um, I don't think that's the easiest route to take. Um, my my theory on this has been for the past, basically since Green Lantern failed, uh, that if I were going to do, if I were in charge of WB, I would say, okay, let's put all of our effort behind making a really good Wonder Woman movie um, and making and turning her into the Iron Man because I think that what what people don't necessarily remember is that part of why Iron Man was so cool was because he was fresh nobody had seen a lot of depictions of Iron Man he wasn't a common part of um, the pop culture really 
And so, and yes, Wonder Woman is. She, you know, Green Lantern was really their chance to do that, but they failed that. Um, but there at least haven't been a whole bunch of movies. There's not all of this canon to deal with. You can really start fresh and then create a universe around that character in which you can start introducing these other characters and having them cross over. Um, plus, I also, I'm just being selfish that I really want a good Wonder Woman movie. Um, and Superman Batman is not the worst idea, but I also don't have a lot of faith in it. Like, I don't know. What what would you want to see? You're the Batman guy. What would you want to see? Out of that movie? Yeah. Um, I think they have the opportunity to... So you've got Lex Luthor, who's a billionaire, who... Let's say we're in the Man of Steel universe where uh, he's just seen an alien destroy the most populous city on Earth. And, and one of his gas trucks. And one of his gas trucks. Um, he sees um, Superman as a threat. And okay. he has to rally humanity to his side to get to expel this alien from the planet who's probably going to bring about our destruction uh, he's a billionaire he has tons of resources to do that mm-hmm. then you've got Bruce Wayne who is also a billionaire but he's motivated by like he's afraid of Superman because he knows he's an alien that can bring about his destruction um, but he's not out to destroy him he would rather just see him held in check yeah constantly so I think there's a d- dynamic of like pitting uh, Superman against those two and watching like how each of those sort you wouldn't call Batman a villain so you want you want like a courtroom drama between Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor where they're they're arguing over legislation on what to do with the Superman problem they argue with citizenship for (laughs) two hours yeah yeah exactly they're like what laws should we put in place in order to keep the Superman in check no it's just uh, you know you can like Superman can use Batman to fight Lex Luthor right and because you know, they would be the same adversary, but Batman's right. the one who's more receptive to uh, to helping him, you know? Yeah. So definitely um, making Lex Luthor the villain, not, like, trying to make a... I, I know, like, we've seen Lex Luthor way... <laughs> oh, plenty at this point in Superman movies, but right. it's like, I think there's... Because Batman's in there, there's the opportunity to make that interesting. You yeah. know, it doesn't have to be about him trying to, you know, find land. Yeah, to sell right. to people, <laughs> you know. Now he can crystal land. Now he can like fight an ideology, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and not just have it like one dimensional, where it's like just Superman against Lex Luthor, right. like his plan. It's like okay, we can we got another character who can so who can show like you know Lex Luthor's plan. You can kind of get behind it because yeah, like if Superman decides he wants to go bad, you've got a huge problem on your hands. Right. So Lex Luthor's uh, validated in that aspect, but you've also got someone who can show the flip side of that coin right um and bring another dimension to that dynamic the thousand ton elephant in the room though is what do you do with batman uh like how do you make like <laughs> if it's not christian stand bale, up against oh like what actor or is, or is it christian bale or can no you, it's not do you do you even try to use that same costume do you even try to use that same tone um do you give him a more traditional costume that doesn't look like body armor uh, I would say you stick with the whole uh, like suit of armor thing, yeah. Because again, like Man of Steel was about bringing Superman into our world, right? Uh, making him believable. So Batman would still need like a suit of armor, like the Dark Knight trilogy. You would change it up because you even even contractually, you can't have the same design. Uh, would you change the logo? I guess you have to. Like not the not the straight wing logo. Yeah, there's pl- there's been plenty of Batman logos, so it doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. And you could probably even leave the logo off the suit. 
doesn't ooh. Um definitely ooh. like not having the yellow because uh, I know it's supposed to bring a target for you to shoot at, but yeah. um that's kinda silly. <laughs> like like logically, you know, Batman begins had it right. Like he's supposed to be stealthy, so yeah. it would be black. Yeah. Um and it kinda hidden. Like you can almost not see it a lot right. of times in the Dark Knight suit, so um no, not a really concern. But I think that sounds cool. It would still be like, you know, separated, segmented armor. Um, At the end of uh, Superman, Batman, does does Batman break Lex Luthor's neck? <laughs> does Batman break his neck? Dude, he can't even kill the Joker. He he's <laughs> fine. He's fine with letting Ra's al Ghul die, but he'll save the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if that were the movie? What if the Joker came to Gotham, and then the two of them just had to like, you know, get water squirted in their eye the whole movie? You know, as the Joker runs around, like, like making be like laughing gas, like go oh, tr- crazy cartoon show with the Joker. No, then you're you've completely abandoned the reason you made Man <laughs> of Steel in the first place. Like, oh, we're gonna go back to Superman three. I see. <laughs> or just ridiculous, yeah. silly people yeah. skiing on buildings. Yeah. What if they get Schumacher to direct this one? <laughs> <laughs> Do oh, you put hilarious. Schumacher's name Super- on it? And like, Superman has giant nipples. <laughs> Supergirl shows up and Superdog. Crypto. Instead of red in the costume, it's pink. Yeah. They they fight a giant spider at the end of the movie. Yeah. Does Supergirl have giant nipples, too? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, wait. Does Batgirl in, in Batman 4, does she have, like, giant nipples on her costume? Not giant, but they're but there. there are, there are yeah. nipples in the costume? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. What's the one that has the the unfortunate huge, like, cleavage window? Uh, Power Girl. Power Girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's get a Power Girl movie. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> hold on. Thanks. Okay. I really like Power Girl as a character, but when I... Yeah, that hold rack on. man. Good Lord. No, no, no. Hold on. Here's the thing. When I would go into the store to buy Power Girl, because they had a really good run a couple years ago uh, of that book, and, which they killed with the new 52. Pissed me off. Uh, but I was always embarrassed. I, I would hide it between my comics when I went to the desk <laughs> to pay for them, because the covers are always like fucking, you know, J. Scott Campbell bullshit, you know? It's like, look at the cleavage. And I'm like, come on. She's got real world problems and i relate to her i mean not like the with the woman thing but like she's a good character my boobs are so big too yeah well and it's a fun (laughs) book like the the, in that story she like she and batman were fighting t-rexes together it was cool do you have real world girl problems (laughs) yeah i do yeah they should name that movie huge boob superhero woman (laughs) (laughs) just get oh batman helps direct about it batman helps out big cleavage lady fight dinosaurs yeah, big, big, and then big he, then lady. that would give a reason for Batman to have that huge dinosaur in his cave again. Oh yeah, oh man, yeah. that would be cool. I just want to see a. That's penny. the T Rex I got from helping out huge boob superior girl. That's what it should be. It should just be Superman and Batman go to IKEA to find things to put in the cave, and they get like a giant penny and a big <laughs> and a big T Rex <laughs> and like some old costumes from other superheroes, and they pretend like that you know Batman used to beat those guys up. Like the, the, it, it could be like written by the guys who wrote 500 Days of Summer. Batman and Superman go to IKEA. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by the second half of my Lex Luthor idea. Okay, go ahead. Um, since like the movie could start off with Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor as being like not at odds with each other, like right. actually working together. Yeah, but so, they're, but their kids. Bruce Wayne could be using his technology to figure out a way to stop Superman for Lex Luthor, and then eventually Batman comes around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. But then I was oh, sorry. I was trying to think of like how Batman would stop Superman. Like obviously he uses that armor suit, but yeah. in the comics, but in the new world, uh, the Batmobile. 
the tumbler, built into tumbler, just drives over him. Uh, over the bat Superman? stars that he throws. That's how he's, he'd stop him. With poison. With kryptonite tips. Oh, wait, but there's no kryptonite. Eh, they find it in this one. Oh, fuck. Don't bring back kryptonite. <laughs> the When they were digging out, like, Metropolis, some of the, uh, the, uh, Kryptonian ship, you know, they dug out some fragments from whatever chamber, and like, ooh, it's this green thing. Then Superman overhears it. A shitty plot device, that's what it is. (laughs) Oh, man. It's moss. It's Kryptonian (laughs) moss. It's everywhere. So there's more news than that, right? (laughs) Yeah. We had had, uh, San Diego Comic-Con. All the big announcements happened after we recorded the last episode. Yeah. Um, which ones were those? Avengers got a new name, which totally changes our idea of what Phase 2 is going to be because basically they're going to fight Thanos in Guardians of the Galaxy and then they're going to fight Ultron in Avengers Age of Ultron, ooh, which is the ooh. next one. So it's a Transformers crossover. Disney's yeah. Marvel's <laughs> Disney's Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, other than that, I don't even know what else there was. Um, we got the first footage from Veronica Mars, which looks awesome. Yeah. I, I am super excited for that movie now. I am not familiar with any of that. You should watch Veronica Mars. It's real good. Okay. Do you mean you're not familiar with any of Veronica Mars? Any of it. Yeah. I mean, if I know Kristen any, Bell's in it. If you s- don't say she's it, looking different directions. Don't you see, you jerk. She does not have crooked eyes. She does not have crooked eyes. Dude, I told you. I texted you. I was in that restaurant. Yes. I was having that lobster, and then at the table next to me, um, they were talking about Kristen Bell, and then the dad said, "Like the little girl was talking about her." And the dad said, "You mean the girl with the weird eyes?" No, that didn't true, happen. true thing. Did true not happen. Happened. No, I, you, I, you're I terribly him. allergic to lobster, <laughs> and you had some kind of hallucinated hallucination. <laughs> we went to the, we went to Hops one time, and he ordered chicken fingers and lobster tail, yeah, like basket of chicken fingers and a big lobster tail. I was a king that night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I got the uh, the ultimate feast this time, and so it didn't have chicken fingers. But this wasn't hops either; it's red lobster. <laughs> right. Well, you said but, ultimate feast. When I think of an ultimate feast, I think of red lobster. Do you think of half of a crab and a lobster tail? Yeah. And a speaking uh, of which, microwave <laughs> shrimp. Red lobster. If you'd like to give us some money, I can say that again. If when I think of an ultimate feast, I think of red lobster. That's a tagline right there. It is. When I think of ultimate, this was okay. <laughs> I think it's red lobster. Dennis Farina died this week. Uh, that was a big one. Um, if you don't know who Dennis Farina is, I mean, you know who Dennis Farina is. You probably saw him. Yeah, you something. saw him in everything. Yeah, um, I, d- I didn't know until I looked at the picture on your computer, and then I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. So. Um, he was. Uh, his big thing was Law & Order, or, um, but he's been around for forever, mm-hmm. man. He's on Miami Vice back in the day. Uh, he's in Snatch. He's the guy who has maybe my favorite line in that movie, which is, do you have anything to declare? Yeah, don't go to England. Um, oh, man, he was cool. He was one of those character actors that popped up all the time yeah. that was always solid. You know, Usually doing crime stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's got like... He he's got that hairdo with the swoop in the front that makes him look like he grew up on the mean streets of Chicago. You know? He um, did. He is from Chicago. <laughs> is, is he really? I made that up. He was, was a, he was an actual police officer. Oh, you're Chicago. right. Yeah, yeah. He was born in uh, Chicago, Illinois. I I seriously was just <laughs> saying that. Um, died in Scottsdale. Yeah, what we got here is uh, two dead on the doorstep of. You know, you know what it is? It's that mustache, that like, that very squared off cop mustache that he had. That was that was it. That made every role he was ever in was that mustache. Because then I got pictures here of him shaved off. Lo- just looks like you know. 
Not the same guy. Looks like old Dick Van Dyke. Not, cool. <laughs> not that old Dick Van Dyke's not cool, but different guy. Do you remember any other news for this week? I got nothing. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, just the yeah San Diego. I feel like there was more stuff, but nothing, nothing of, as big as Batman Superman. Oh my yeah, god, Batman Superman movie. Uh, there there were a lot of trailers and stuff like that, but we don't really talk about it. There were some really cool ones, um, but that's the thing. San Diego Comic Con, as far as movies is concerned, is not as big of a announcement thing as it used to be. Yeah, which is good. It should be about the comics. It should be, because then I can go again sometime. Because then it'll just be cosplay and comics, and I'm down for that. And where can you buy comics in Denver? I don't know. Um, next up is what we've been watching. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole segment for that part. <laughs> that would be a good for a commercial break. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, fine. We'll do commercials. Hello, Real Nerds listeners. I'm Mac. And I'm Ilya Chilix. And we're here to tell you to visit SphyrxesDomain.com. Why should you visit SphyrxesDomain.com? Well, yeah, it's simple. If you like farts and cartoons and bad words and stuff, you should definitely visit SphyrxesDomain.com. How do you spell that address, I see? What? I don't know. Fucking S something. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm in college. I have no idea. Fine. I'll do it. S P H E R Oh, God. Oh, God. So spell the whole thing out. S Oh, God, just say the domain part. I don't want to be here all night. Jesus. Is it getting any more of a complicated website name? Stupid assholes first. Jesus. Anyway, visit our website where you can read about all the funny adventures of seven aliens struggling to live together in an abandoned warehouse in Denver. Well, what, that's it? What, it doesn't say anything about my crazy hijinks or antics or... <sighs> Ridiculous. Nope. That's all Sperks wrote down. Well, that doesn't sound funny at all. But you know what does sound funny? (laughs) 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 Gross. Oh, man, I'm hungry again. Oh, it's so disgusting. Sperks is going to be pissed when he sees what you did to his office. Hey, what are you guys doing in my office? It smells like puking farts in here. Go to SphyrxesDomain.com. Bye! SphyrxesDomain.com For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoke and taste on everything you eat, try a new Birdman Smoke and Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop off Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. My man spider sense is tingling. Hey, look, it's Man Spider. How's it going, true believers? When I'm swinging through Colorado and I need comic books, I head to Arvada, Colorado, to Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh, no, the teal troll is attacking me. My son's in danger. Will no one help him? Oh, no, it's Man Spider. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics, the whips the competition with great deals on back issues. 50% off, hold slot, 20% off list price. You want sports memorabilia? 
they got that too. Where are you going, man spider? The teal troll still has my son. Here's web in your eye. Oh no, I'm bested by man spider again. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado, and tell them the real nerd sent you. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Hey, uh, Ryan, you've never been on the show before. Yeah. Have you watched anything in your whole life? <laughs> in my whole life? Ever? Yeah, go back to the beginning and just tell us, <laughs> just tell us everything chronologically what you watched. Well, he watched his birth. Whoa. Oh, was there wow. Don't, don't depict yeah, that. Yeah, I've got this whole butterfly effect thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Which hey. they're remaking news from yeah. this week. There you go. More yeah. news. Rebooting, rebooting the butterfly effect. That's a great idea. Why? Because yeah. uh, what the fuck else is Ashton Kutcher doing? He's um, in those camera commercials. <laughs> Actually, he's yeah. he's biggest role of his career as the as Steve Jobs in the Steve Jobs movie that people care less about. Oh yeah. Um, no, really. Have you seen anything recently? <laughs> what have you been watching? Uh, let's see. Um, I watched the other um, Wolverine movie. X-Men oh yeah, Origins Wolverine. I watched Logan's that Bad Day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we decided it was? <laughs> yeah. yeah. X Men: The Wolverine. <laughs> Four Origins, Logan's Bad Day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that movie. Did you like it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, it was enjoyable. The CG was pretty bad. The CG's though. really bad. Really bad. Yeah. Even on his claws. Oh, yeah, yeah, Which yeah. they've perfected before. Yeah. His, CG's, <laughs> yeah. his claws yeah. have looked awesome, but. So there's this. The, the last. The closing shot is Wolverine running away while the emergency vehicles come in on the island, mm. and they CG'd him running away. Like it's a composite shot. We can't get this wide shot. Yeah. Just shoot him on green screen, and then we'll get a wide shot of the building, and we'll cut it together. This movie's fucked already, so who cares? It might be one of those scenarios where they edit it together and be like, oh, we really need, like, to really finalize this the ending of this movie. You need its wide shot, but Hugh Jackman's tied up in Les Miserables, so uh, <laughs> just CG him in there. I, uh, I'd never seen it before, and I watched it this week. And the f- it's one of those origin movies where they give you origins to shit I don't care about. Like there literally, there's a scene where they explain where he got his coat from. I'm like, come, <laughs> he couldn't, he couldn't just go to the store and buy a coat. Like he had to get it. He got it from this farmer, and then the farmer got shot because everyone who meets Wolverine gets shot. Come on. I was really sad about that. About the guy getting shot or about the coat? Old couple. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. It was sad that they died, but why, you know the coat was just hackneyed. It was silly. A little. Um, I mean, at least they didn't go into like more detail about the coat or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this coat was my son's, and he died fighting against Panthers. <laughs> this coat was my son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, Where do you I'm, think we got this leather from? I <laughs> made this from his skin. Put the lotion on your fucking skin. Um, yeah, it's okay. I was just bored. Yeah, oh. you really get bored. Just notice all the bad CG. Yeah. The one that was pretty funny was when he escapes the facility by making an X into the metal Whoa. walls and then, like, kicking out the bottom part. The CG for when he was just tearing through the walls was just so bad. Yeah. Man. And, like, I, I feel like that his dialogue in that movie is not really good um Wolverine dialogue like there's there's mm-hmm. that those crummy lines where he's like bub and then the and then the blob is like did you say blob and they're like oh cuz yeah. he says bub a lot like I, I think know. that was the only time that even happened and he's not even he's not even really a dick he's not a smart yeah. smart mouth like he 
yeah, I don't know. And I really hate their version of Sabretooth. Like, that movie makes the least sense with the rest of the, the X-Men movies, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't really fit with the other stories that they've told us. Yeah. And with First Class, it doesn't match up at all now because they yeah. had CG young Patrick Stewart there as yeah, Xavier, right. but, he could, but walk, he could walk, even though it was long after he lost that and walk from first class and striker has a son in that movie but the son is different than the strike then striker's son in x2 which is you know for most people the best x-men movie so if you're gonna if you're gonna keep true to any x-men movie there you know it's gonna be one or two you know and they still fuck up the stuff that's in two so that it doesn't even work with two i i don't know and the whole the whole like Three Mile Island scene at the end with with whatever the fuck Deadpool that was is just it's just a <laughs> yeah. mess. Like it's just, it's not even that interesting of a fight. It's just kind of it just happens at you. The opening uh, with Deadpool is pretty good though. Yeah, yeah. The whole scene with like um like when they're all like a team and they're attacking that that fort thing. Yeah, that was yeah cool. yeah the, the fort thing. Whatever they're doing, they're stealing something. I think. I, I think they're getting adamantium. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think th- like it feels like an X Force thing. X Force is a it's a different book where like, you know, the hardcore X Men get together and they kill people. Hmm. Um, and it feels like that's supposed to be a nod that, to that's that. That's pretty much what they did. They got yeah. together and they killed people. Right. Yeah. And they were all like mutants, but um, I don't know. Blob was kind of interesting because it was yeah. that it was that dude from Lost. Yeah. Only he was covered in like Blob. Kimi. Right. Yeah. Kimi. Yeah. Kimi. Oh, oh yeah. He's got guy. an actual. I can't remember the actor's name. That guy shows up in all sorts of stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he has a real name. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kimi. He was Kimi, Kimi and Lost. Kimi and Lost. <laughs> you know, he was probably in Twenty Four at one point. I mean, uh, all sorts of yeah, stuff. he's got a big neck. He probably was. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. No, I just mean like a dude with a big neck. You could easily throw him into any movie where you need a henchman. Yeah. You know, and he could be a nameless okay. henchman. I, I thought it was some kind of recurring <laughs> like, theme. Through yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody in Twenty Four has a big neck. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia Cuthbert, giant neck, so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Brad's just nodding and said, "Like yeah, big neck, cool." Did you see anything else? No, that's about it. Um, yeah, played a lot of XCOM, but that's not a movie. Yeah, are you liking XCOM? Yeah, is it a bunch of aliens? Is it the one that came out like last October? Yeah, any yeah. enemy unknown. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got this sniper guy who's survived every mission. He just kills everything. Yeah. It's awesome. I, lo- I lost one of my guys early on, and I was like, fuck it, this game's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Lisa, did you watch anything lately? Um, I'm perpetually watching reruns of The World's Dumbest, which is this awesome show on True TV. And there's always a theme every week, like uh, partiers or drivers. Yeah. Or criminals, and they're all awesome. And they take twenty videos of people doing stupid shit, and then they have like D-list co- um, comedians on there making fun of them. And yeah, it, yeah. it's the D-list com- comedians that make that show. Yeah, yeah. It's the like bad. It, it's the laughing at the comedians' bad jokes. That's that's the bread and butter of that show. One of my favorites is uh, Tanya Harding's on that show. Oh, She's no. one of the D-list celebrities, and. She never has anything funny to say, but she's always funny in her stupidity. Wait, so. isn't she like the Tanya Harding? Yeah, 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 the one that like stabbed a lady in the neck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, she's no, didn't she get stabbed? Or did she get stabbed yeah, in the no, neck? That's what I, she I get stabbed in the neck. Up. She got her kneecap busted. Yeah, yeah right. She, no, no. Yeah, but with she's like a shoe. A, 
She's got a criminal past to. Uh, <laughs> Some or somebody else has a criminal yeah, past. They one all way or the She's famous for crime. Danny Bonaduce's on there too. He's oh my got god. A criminal past. Yeah. Yeah. That's he's he's, it's, he's it's got where, a criminal face. It's where your career goes to die, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It's what you turn on while you're waiting for your dinner to cook. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. But uh, yeah, I watched that, and then I've also been watching um, episode after episode of The Golden Girls. Really? Yeah. Like the old, great old, oh, good yeah. old girl, yeah. Golden Girl. Yeah. What is that show? It's um, uh, the story of these four women, older women that live together. There's the slutty one, the idiot, uh, the like pragmatic teacher type, and then there's the the old lady who just tells it like it is, and they just basically make fun of each other and call each other fat and whores all the time. So it's the sequel to Sex and the City. Yeah, no, it's, it's the but, prequel. Yeah. Well, no, because they're all older. It's I mean, it's the pre. It was made 80s. before, yeah. Yeah, it takes yeah. place in the like. It's funny because they'll make references to like things that are gonna happen in 1988, and it's like, oh right, uh, that this is from, like 1984. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just a couple more years, we'll have those flying cars. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I can like get down with an episode of Golden Girls like maybe once every six months, I've and it'd be like, I will watch this, yeah. and be like, okay, yeah, I get it, and then I will walk away and not I've, look at it anymore. I've genuinely never seen any of it. Uh, like I've seen I've seen pictures of Betty White. There, I think it's hilarious, <laughs> but I can remember watching it when I was little. Like yeah. my mom would have it on after school or whatever. So I think that's it's a little bit of this nostalgia factor, but oh, yeah. I try not to watch it when Ryan's around because I know he'll pretty much go <laughs> something else. <laughs> Betty, Betty White's not even the slut on the show. No, it's no, it's she's Blanche, the right? Idiot, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rue McClanahan was the yep. slutty one. Oh, that's funny. Rue McClanahan. It's kind of like your version of Roseanne because I did that with Roseanne where one day Kevin Smith had been talking about Roseanne a lot, and so I turned it on, and the the theme song started, and I immediately knew I was going to watch the entire series. Like every time I hear that se- that theme song, I'm eight years old, sitting at the old table in our kitchen, and my mom is changing the channel to something else. <laughs> you know, like it's not not because we didn't watch Roseanne, but just hearing that theme song, I'm like, oh, it's 1994. <laughs> oh, is that when you were eight? Uh, I was when I was seven. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Right. You're old. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's is it all on Netflix? No, oh. I, you have to buy them. Oh, you I own only, it. I only own the first three seasons, so I've got yet. I got to get on that. Yeah, but cool. you should like find some somebody who mistakenly bought the later seasons and then trade them. Yeah, because then yeah. nobody dude would would have done that. But. Go to Tradesmart. I bet they have them oh, at Tradesmart. Yeah. yeah, down. Um, it's far away from where you live. Yeah. Wadsworth and uh, Bowles. Yeah, Wadsworth and Bowles. It's it's great. It's worth the trip. Yeah, I went in there I once. Kind of know where that is. That's not too yeah. far away. It's no. on the opposite side of of the Denver metro area from you. Yeah, well. I, I walked into that store and I walked out with Fast Five on Blu-ray, so it was a victorious trip <laughs> to Trade Smart. It was good. I uh, find that the longer I live in the city, the, the easier it is for me to drive across the city and not feel like it's really that far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you live in the city, you can go to Second Spin. That's true. Actually, Second Spin we is really close to there. you, so try Second Spin first. Ryan and I have been there before. We walked in the door, and there was blaring country music, and we walked right past it. <laughs> <laughs> that is we're, unusual. We're like, yeah, country yeah, music. yeah, usually it's more like... Yeah, that's a shame. Bad. It was... Like, it was, some rocky, rock music. It was pretty bad. We couldn't really look at anything. We were just like, this music is terrible. <laughs> 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 that, that is a place up uh, of uh, like Colorado and I-25, right? Yeah. 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 I've been yeah. there. That's no, really cool. 
That's one of the two really good places. If you are turning your DVD collection into a Blu-ray collection, take your DVDs in there and then turn your DVD dollars into Blu-ray dollars. Um, yeah, and I think they're actually, they will give you more store credit than Tradesmart will. Though Tradesmart deals are better than Second Spin deals, so it's six and one half dozen the other. But cool. Very cool. Dan, what have you been watching lately? I got some stuff. I, I brought notes, man. Oh, man. See, yeah. I came prepared. Oh, oh look. No, he's got a whole scroll full of stuff. came more prepared than... It's like, it's like this much. Of, yeah, of remember that time yeah, Dan brought a scroll for Brad brought a scroll? I, well, I Appearance. Learned, I learned oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I didn't bring anything. <laughs> I, the first few times I was like, oh, some stuff, and then the words flew out of my mouth, and then the next thing I knew I was asleep. Yeah. Like the next day. Um, so I watched Pacific Rim. Oh! Uh, so, and I... I, I was able to go into a cold. The only thing I knew is that it was about robots and aliens and that everybody was loving the shit out of it. Okay. And, I, and I knew that like back in October when the trailer came out and everyone was losing their shit over it. <laughs> and so on Monday this week, I was up and seeing my parents and I look at my dad. I'm like, you and I are going to go see this movie about robots. And he's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> and so we go and... Um, and again, I knew nothing else about it, and uh, I loved the shit out of it. It was fantastic. It great. Um, it's like the, the everything looked really good. Yeah, it, it just looked really good. Like when he's dragging that um, cargo ship through the streets, and then they use it as a bat. Yeah, that looks really good. Every every single time they drop them into the water or like drop the head onto the Jaeger, yeah, it looks fucking awesome. The other, the other thing that I can say about it is that I loved that movie to death, and I cannot name a single character <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Because it didn't, like, it didn't matter. Story. It was like Rico um, Marshall. There was a Marshall. Rico Rico Rico. Um, I don't know the Korean girl. Oh, uh, Mako. 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 I know her because her Mako. name was said a lot, uh, and I know Marshall, but that might have been his title. So I really don't know. Um, so if if people are listening and still have not seen Pacific Rim, get the fuck your life in, in order and go see Pacific Rim. <laughs> you could even call them Shinji is the main character and oh fuck you. Um, I, I like Ray is the anime. Asian girl and it's exactly like it's 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 exactly like a lot of things. It's not just like Evangelion. My my dad um, who watches Sons of Anarchy. Uh, afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, that was like the entire cast of Sons of Anarchy, Ron Perlman, and then like the main guy, apparently." And I'm like, "Oh yeah," and then also like the the little Korean girl. Yeah, Dad, you're right. All right, there is an alternate reason as to why you don't remember any of the characters' names. Why? Let me read you the characters' names: Raleigh, Yancey, Stacker, Mako, Newton, Gottlieb, Herc, Chuck, <laughs> Tendo, Hannibal. Uh, oh, I was, about to, I, was, I was about to say Chow. I was about to say Foreman. It's, it's, I, I, it's do remember, I do remember foreman. the name of of their Jaeger, Gypsy Danger, Wizened Man, Captain Merritt. Like, of course, you don't remember any of those names. Who's walking around? Oh, oh yeah, Yancey. Like, I they loved were... Yancey. He was my favorite. <laughs> oh my god, because uh, I think they named they called each other by last names a lot, and yeah. you know. I also I, lo- I there I was liked... the handsome one and the handsome one's brother, and then there was the Asian lady, and then there was Idris Elba. And then there was the the son and father that I thought were gay lovers. No, that they were all over each other. Yeah, I missed the line early in the movie that explained that they were father and son. And so later, when they were like professing their love to each other, I was like, "Are they going to kiss?" I can see why that would be. A little <laughs> yeah. Confusing. yeah. And then and then they and then he says like, "That's my son you've got with you." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> 
Oh, this you, is you just weird. Instantly started clapping. Why did I go there first? <laughs> oh no! At first, I was like, I was like, oh man, this is really ballsy. They're gonna put like two gay guys as main characters in a huge blockbuster movie. Like that's all right. I also, I, I, I also enjoy the uh, Charlie Day as yeah, as good. the comic relief yeah. man. Uh, so yeah, that was good. Uh, I also, at some point over the last lifetime that I've been alive, watched Torque. Oh my God! Um, and here's what I'll say about Torque. <laughs> so, I've I've kind of had the idea in my head for from just listening to other humans talk about Torque and talk about Fast and Furious. Yeah, and and that's that. If I like Fast and Furious, I should go watch Torque. Yeah, and so I watched it, and um, for like, it's dumb, but not in the fun way. It's, really? It's not exactly. It's kind of fun, but not. It's very aware of itself. Like yes, it's a movie. Okay, okay, it's a movie yes. where people are on motorcycles and their motorcycles fight. Yes, like that. That occurs. I did enjoy. There's like a giant key. There's like a yeah. giant plastic key that a guy puts into an ignition. And, and and that's like that. That is like it's this one second shot of this huge key going into this ignition <laughs> because when somebody's starting a car. Yeah. And, and also, every single joke in the movie was, get it? Because it's a bike movie, not a car movie. <laughs> and then Jamie Presley would look at the camera and frown. Yeah. So. Um, oh, man. That movie's ridiculous. What, what, what's the guy who's in uh, Parks and Rec? He's. Uh, Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Is that the actor's name? Yes. Because he, he shows up in it halfway through as, like, my favorite character because he was genuinely funny. Because um, Adam Scott is funny. Is that a true statement? Generally, yeah, yeah. Okay, Adam okay. Scott is a funny I, I, guy. I was like, "Are you testing?" Check me? out um, <laughs> uh, "Party Down." Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- same guy. Um, and then also just ugh, Dane Cook. Is Dane in Cook's in it. Yeah. Dane Cook is in Torque. I forgot that, about yep, that. Sorry. All right. I uh, apologize. Yeah, this movie's <laughs> no longer good. Um, also, Jamie Presley just was way. I don't even think "slutty" is the right word for it. It's just every single. She said maybe two words in the movie, and the rest of the time she was just licking her lips the whole time. <laughs> like, that's all she was doing and wearing all of the makeup. That's pretty much every time that she's <laughs> so, in the movie. She's wearing the entire makeup kit. Yeah, all yeah. Of, just all of it. She went and got all of it. So, My favorite Jamie Presley performance is in Pinata Survival Island. I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. What else have you seen? Uh, I watched, and uh, I'm going to pronounce it two ways, and uh, somebody is going to get mad. I think it's Primer. Oh, or is it primer? primer? It's primer, but Fuck! I've had people tell me it's primer, but I don't think those people are right. Primer would have two M's. Well, well, but it's an English thing. So, like, primary school in England is primary school. Pri- yeah, they're and wrong. Then, then, right? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but I don't know why it has anything to do with England. They also so, say aluminium. Yeah, like, but yeah, but it, the characters aren't English. So, I, yeah, no, it's primer. It's got to be primer. Primer. So yeah. I watched primer. Um, Did you get it? Yes. Yeah. And, but I didn't like it. Oh, I got it, but I didn't like it. Were you bored? No, I I appreciated. So that movie had like what, like a maybe five thousand dollar budget. Or it was like some ridiculous number. Yeah. I was reading it. It's mm-hmm. pretty cheap. Um, and for people who don't know, it's uh yeah, we, it's it's a it's a movie about these two guys who create a box that allows them to travel through time slightly, um, in like little jumps, and it's sort of about their what they do in their life to make sure they never run into each other uh, is written by a physicist um, and it's just a little indie movie. It's, um, it, it starts off with they, they're they're kind of working on this project and they feel like they're 
onto something with it, but they don't know what it will do. Yeah. And then they... They're trying to make, like, a teleportation device. And then and then he's like, all right, I'm going to show you something, and you have to promise you're not going to freak out or scream or run away. But look over there. And then he looks over there, and there's just... An, the guy he's talking to is also standing over there. Yeah. And then that's when they uh, the other guy starts to realize what was going on. Um, and then it got... It, it, and then at one point there's like the party at the end of it that somebody has a gun and they're trying to stop I that confused I didn't understand what was going on with that yeah but it yeah it's a movie you kind of have to watch a couple times before you start figuring out maybe like, I'll and like, I haven't seen it, it in a while it's pretty short it's only like some minutes long yeah I think it's like 90 <laughs> minutes it is some number of minutes long for sure um so yeah I don't know like I'm glad I watched it I have been meaning it's to one of those it things that if you really like time travel movies you have to check out because it's one that shows you how pedestrian most time travel movies are. You know, like they they establish their rules and then they just play with it whereas this is really a movie about time travel. Mm-hmm. Like the actual you, science of it. Yeah, like it's going to make you a, think about yeah. like, oh, this is the kind of actual nonsense you would have to go through, you know. Um, yeah, it's and and it, there were one or two points where they kind of like he says to the guy, "Are you hungry because I haven't eaten since 10 o'clock tomorrow?" Yeah, or something, which which is yeah, and they just kind of drop it in there, and then that's it. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed the little stuff like that. Um, and then I was also just kind of putzing around on Netflix streaming, and I found this movie called Compliance. Oh, oh shit! You watched Compliance? I watched Compliance. Okay, it came out last year. Yep, yep. Um, and have you guys talked about it on here? Uh, Brad saw it. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, so it's but I know what it is. Yeah, it's just um, Dreama Walker. Oh, is the means. actress who gets naked. It's do, you, a, do you already have a gigabyte of the images? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just no. Uh, she was uh, no. She was she was the actress who was in that uh, "Don't Trust the Bee" in Apartment Twenty Three um, with Kristen. St- I know stupid oh, shit. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I know yeah. what you're talking about, but I've not, anyway, I've never seen it. But it's um, it's a very competent reenactment of of real events. Of real events. Well, it, apparently, it happens. Like a lot, but 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 what happened? This is, is specifically like one. This this specific instance happened that way, apparently. So what happens is this: uh, there's this fast food restaurant, and then McDonald's. No, it's like a chicken place or something. It's a McDonald's. Um, fine. In the movie, it's a chicken place. It's a it's a McDonald's. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the manager gets a call from the police in heavy air quotes and this does not play on the on the audio yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. the listeners can't see the air quotes um, not really the police yeah some dude with no pants on calls them and says hey, hey this you know your cashier girl and the pretty one the pretty one and then she goes oh becky she's and he's like oh yeah the name we have here is rebecca and so he's <laughs> very very cleverly like playing along that way and then they yeah. He gets them to kind of contain her in the back, and then he convinces them, well, she's got the money on her somewhere, and you're going to have to have her strip searched. Yeah. And then they they go through that. The, it made me furious because the whole time, like, nobody thought that this was not okay. Right. Um, Except for the one, like, cleanup employee. Yeah. Yeah, then, the, uh, like, like her pot-smoking buddy or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Like all the mature adults who are supposed to be mature adults uh, didn't question any of the uh, wrongdoings right. that were going on, and then uh, the uh, restaurant manager's boyfriend is called in to yep molest her, watch he, over her while she does her restaurant duties, and then he, of course he's a skeezy guy, so he uh, 
does every terrible thing that the uh, guy on the other end of the phone suggests. So it's yeah. it's way too bad. And then and then you realize, oh, this was a true story. Yeah. But what I meant to yeah. say is like it's not it's not really dramatized. Like the movie is just kind of standard, like reenacting. If you've seen the actual if you've seen the news, news report, yeah, of yeah. what actually happened, it's like, oh yeah, that's exactly how I imagined it in my head. Like they don't really yeah. take any liberties or um, do anything like over the top. They're not trying to tell to you a, a the... character story or anything like that. It also bugged me that the girl was not more disturbed with these things. Yeah, she seemed like, to go like along she with was it uncomfortable well. with it, but she was like, when when the guy was about uh, the guy that came in to sit in the room and watch her um, was telling her. All right, the cop on the phone here says that you're gonna have to call me sir or or daddy even. Oh fuck that! I don't remember. And call then uh, um, you're gonna bend over and I'm gonna check you, and then you're going to do me a favor, and that's what's gonna happen because that's what the cop on the phone says. And right. she's like, she's not thrilled about doing it, but she doesn't say no. Yeah, <laughs> but I think at that it's point like, too, yeah. she's also been humiliated like so much to this point that she probably just gave up. She's like, well. Yeah, unless some higher authority steps in, like I, I guess I'll just—that's how it's portrayed in the movie. I wouldn't recommend doing that. But in the real world, wouldn't a female cop have to be doing? There are no cops that? involved in no, this. No, but I mean, if it was real, like, yeah, wouldn't, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, all yeah. yeah. If it were real, the cops would come and take her away. Yeah, yeah. Period. They, the cops never. The cops her. are never like so swamped that they're like, "Look, I've got terrorists I have to deal with. If you could take all that lady's clothes off for me and make sure she's not stealing eighteen dollars from your restaurant, yep. that would be great." What happened to like security footage? Why couldn't they just like look at review <laughs> yeah, no. security footage and see if she's uh, we we needed a movie. So, <laughs> so we nobody in that restaurant is operating on all the cylinders. Oh no no no! Yeah, yeah. That's the obviously thing. this girl is not very smart. Um, none, none of the people, none, none of the people in this movie are smart. And the whole, you know, it's called compliance because it's that whole like, uh, what's the what's the prison experiment thing called? What is that called? Uh, I forget what it's called. The, uh, but yeah, it's yeah. the one where they um, this, they that, give half the kids guns and authority, and the other ones are prisoners, and then right. the ones with authority just abuse it. Yeah, and they see how long it takes for them to treat the prisoners like shit. Like yeah. it's that same sort of sort of idea where the, it's really just exploring this idea of how. Um, in a situation like that, we trust authority way too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so that even if somebody on the phone says they're a cop, we think like, "Oh, well, I better do what they say." No, mm-hmm. no, you don't. You know, if always s- ask for a warrant first. Oh yeah, and a badge. You know, I even uh, my mom's boss once got pulled over by the cops and like he was just acting shady. And I was like, "No, no, no. you know, if if a cop does the kind of things that this person does." Call nine one one right there and and be like, hey, cop pulled me over. Is acting shady. He's got this car number. Can you make sure that this is legit? Because I'm not. I'm not okay with what's going on. Like, don't trust those people. You know. And maybe you know. Maybe you did something wrong. I'm not saying like, trust no cop. I'm just saying, <laughs> don't, don't don't believe everything. Don't believe everything that's going on. So yeah, it it, it made me really mad to watch it. I want a T-shirt that says trust no cop on trust it. no cop. <laughs> going to be a rash of crim- like criminal activity tonight and it's all like yeah right it's all like, well the realness podcast said trust no cop <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is bullshit what do you mean i can't smoke weed on this corner yeah well, what else is in your list dan yeah did you see anything else uh a few months ago i watched wreck it ralph yeah and um i i very unfair of me but my assumption has just throughout my life has just kind of been okay 
after I grew out of watching Disney movies, every Disney movie since, of course, has been complete shit, even though I haven't seen most of them. Right. And I had the delight of watching Wreck-It Ralph with my niece, and uh, I'm also kind of into that like arcade game and old video game culture. And uh, I, I loved the death out of it. It was great. Dude. It was when really, really clever, games. really funny, yeah, really well done. When Tapper is moving all cool. All that, I can all fix it. Bitty. Yeah. Yeah, like it's just really, really funny. It's yeah. good. That movie's great. So I'll, and I and I don't like Sarah Silverman still. <laughs> yeah. I like her character in that movie, but I don't like Sarah Silverman. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Is that it? Sure. Right. I'm good. Brad, what'd you watch? Uh I think I'll start out with I saw Only God Forgives. Oh, you know, at the Alamo when it was like a special preview. Yep. Oh, dude. Yeah, it. it's it's at the C Film Center as a regular release right now. Oh man. Um, I should go see it. Or uh, should I go see it? I. Uh, oh no. I I like Bronson and Drive from uh, Refn, but uh, this was I was pretty bored. Oh. Uh, it's 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 a very vi- beautifully shot visual uh, movie, but it was really hard to follow. Um. If, if it's hard to follow if there's anything more than just an eye for an eye for an eye for an eye uh, mm. revenge story going on. Um, I feel like he was trying to tell me that there's like more subtext to this plot than there is, but I couldn't make it out. Um, huh. So it just it just amounts to Ryan Gosling has, and his brother are like underground boxing uh, crime family guys, and then his brother is a piece of shit, and he goes and uh, rapes and kills... Um, a prostitute. Ah, cool. Um, this is all taking place in like uh, J- Japan or China, China. Um, and then his mom shows up. Oh, so the yeah the the police show up and kill him. And then his mom flies in. She's like, "What? The cops killed my son? Well, I gotta kill those cops." And she's like, <laughs> "She's the head of this big cocaine ring. Trust no cop." <laughs> uh, had this big cocaine racket. Um, so they try to kill the main cop, and he's a badass, and he can't be killed. Uh, and then, but when he does kill people who try to kill him, he has to take some time off to go sing karaoke uh, <laughs> to get all his frustrations off his chest. And then all of his cop buddies watch him sing karaoke. And then later on, Ryan Gosling and his mom are there to watch him sing karaoke. And then they walk outside, and Ryan Gosling asks him, "You want to fight?" So then they go back to Ryan Gosling's boxing ring and Ryan Gosling gets his ass handed to him. <laughs> Doesn't get one punch in. And wow. then uh then some other more gruesome stuff happens. Are any of the like actiony like torture vi- vengeance scenes are they are any of them as cool as the single bullet in Drive? Nope. Oh. They're all pretty standard. Like people just get stabbed or shot at. Man. Um yeah, That's nothing not cool. Nothing so too I tense. Ju- or I should just go upstairs and watch Drive again. Is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't go looking to see the same movie you saw before out of stuff. But no, uh, absolutely. But yeah, about ten, fifteen minutes, and I was like, "Where is this going? Why do I care? I'm bored. When does this end?" Uh, so I think what you're saying is, uh, if I am going to see it, I should. Uh, it's on Directv as well, so you don't actually it? have to. Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. So you you wouldn't have to go out. You could just rent it on your TV. Yeah. And it, stay home and watch it and. That yeah. might be the better way to see it. Yeah, and then there's parts Shoot. of, like, it jumps around between, I think, what Ryan Gosling's, what's going on in his character's head. Uh, there's, like, a red room that he's constantly walking through <laughs> uh, with, like, dragon designs on the walls and 
th- yeah, there's very little dialogue in the movie, which is fine. I like silentish movies. Yeah. Um, but but usually there's got to be good storytelling I, through the, yeah. the visuals and and there yeah at least something driving the plot forward. Uh, I get you. Ah. Sorry. So yeah, that was like ah. the main feature thing that I saw this week. So I yeah I don't know I was, yes either rented at home or no no real push to go out to the theater and yeah. then. The other thing That's I watched was um, three of the Hannibal Lecter movies. Which ones? Red Dragon, Sounds of the Lambs, Kay. and uh, Hannibal. Oh, okay. In that order. So I've never really okay. seen any of them. Are they good movies? Uh, yes. I did see Red Dragon. Okay. Yeah. But I didn't have any of the context, and I also probably fell asleep because that's what I do in movies. Red Dragon <laughs> um, is a remake of Manhunter, which is why I said I saw three of the Hannibal Lecter movies because there are four. Um, well, there's actually five because there's Hannibal Rising. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, but we <laughs> don't talk about that one. Most people don't. Um, um, that came and went. Uh, yeah, Red Dragon is a remake of Hannibal. Red Dragon is like a very Hollywoodized version of Silence of the Lambs. Um, okay. It's very polished and very like straight to the like. Uh, it's, it's the best Brett Ratner movie. Other than Rush Hour. Yeah, Rush Hour. I think, yeah. Okay. R- Rush Hour 3. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um it's 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 it follows like a very like a lot of it's very like traditional like Hollywood style. Mm-hmm. Um like Sounds of the Lambs looks like okay um it, it it's almost like they started making it it almost feels like a documentary style like the the cinematography is not that great. Um and uh the mystery is better in that one. The mystery is better um Red Dragon, like, jeez, uh, Edward Norton, he'll, when he's trying to, Will Graham is the main character and the only guy to ever put uh, Lecter behind bars. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the movie starts out with them, like, conversing because uh, Lecter is helping him try to track down, I think, himself or some other killer. Um, and so there's, like, this quick opening where they stab each other and uh, then she just, she's, like, to get you started on their relationship but then like uh will retires from the fbi and um he's dragged into it and when he starts doing the cases again to show that he's a uh master of getting inside criminals minds and uh like that's his gift um they have him like on screen talking to himself yeah like explaining what he like what his thought process is when there's no one else in the room right and that's weird like yeah. I don't need that to know that he's a genius. I can just you can just visually show me with the camera what he's looking at, and I can help use my mind to put it together. Especially now that the TV show Hannibal has has come out uh, and been so fantastic, um, Edward Norton's William Graham is not very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, certainly not by comparison to the TV show version, where where that genius is ex- is done exactly the way you're describing, where you just sort of. Let's the audience. You get to it watch out. him figure stuff. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. You don't need to remember being like, "You son of a bitch! You knew where to go. Yeah. You've been watching them." Yeah, like I get that. Um, I really like the uh, the dynamic between the bad guy and uh, the blind in that girl movie and the blind girl. In that. Yeah, like that plot is done so well and so much better than in Manhunter. And I haven't seen it since I think it came out in two thousand two. Yeah, and I f- totally forgot the twist at the end. Yeah, when it came around, I was like, "Wow, oh, this movie ended really." strangely abruptly and yeah. it didn't um nope uh 
Yeah, and then yeah, Sansa Lambs, obviously. That's I think uh, easily I'm, Dan easily the best of the three or of all of them. Should, should yeah. I just watch that one if I'm going to watch at least one? I would definitely say start with that one. Okay. Because yeah. I think that one, I think that one introduces you to all those characters really well, and yeah, but chronologically, it's the middle one. Chronologically, it's Hannibal Rising. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, like, but yeah, I uh, I think clearly because he won the Academy Award, Hopkins was is doing his best as that character in that one. Yeah, he has the probably the best dialogue and stuff, like best interesting banter. Yeah. Um, Red Dragon's kind of on repeat, and then Hannibal. This one directed by Ridley Scott, and it's beautiful, uh, but there's not really much story there. Yeah, it's like you, it's you finally to get to movie. see Hannibal being the criminal that he is, but uh, it's not very satisfying. But yeah, there's basically like two plot points. Like, uh, Co- Clary Starling is tracking down drug lords. Uh, happens part of that happened like because uh, what's his Mason Verger, who's the the coolest part of that movie is. Uh, Gary Oldman's makeup for his character. Like he looks like a disfigured. He looks like a guy who had his face eaten off. Yeah, and just carved off. Just watching him, or no, well, yeah, he looks like a guy who carved his own face off uh, while on crazy drugs. Um, And yeah, anytime he's on screen, like that one eye that's clearly like a glass eye or just fucked up or something. Like, oh man, I just stare into it. So yeah, between him like trying to get the FBI to help him get track down Lecter and then uh, Hannibal like killing that one guy in Italy and then yeah. coming back to America to uh, cook to Paul Cranley's brains yeah yeah and then the movie's over and I think that's supposed to be like I think that was supposed to be the payoff was like oh at the end of this movie you're gonna watch Ray Liotta f- eat his own be brain. alive while he eats his own brain like that's not a good enough payoff. Like that's not that satisfying. Yeah. And never as creepy or cool as put the fucking lotion in the basket. Like as a guy who's carving up women to make a skin suit. Yeah. Or he uh, likes the chubby ones because their skin's a little looser. Like shit like that in Silence of the Lambs is what is so fucked up about that movie. Yeah. Um. That man, Hannibal yeah. just never quite nails it. Which is too bad because I love Ridley Scott. Yeah, but yeah, and like serving up someone else's own brain, but the rest of the movie he's like just cutting throats and uh yeah. like all those yeah. other people had methodic, like twisted plans and then they use they turn Hannibal into just like kind of a slasher. You should watch Hannibal he, the like, TV show. Even kills just random people. You should you should watch Hannibal the T V show. Yeah. I think about it. You should if they had it on Netflix I'd watch it. Yeah kind of creeps me out because I've never seen any of those movies but I totally had a nightmare once where somebody had women trapped in a pit and used them to make flesh coats yeah so I've totally nightmared that, that is movie. the story of Silence of the Lambs don't get into dudes if a, if a, if you're coming out of a convenience store and there's a dude and he's got a couch and he's like hey can you help me get this couch into my van my creepy rape van do not help him in in my dream, the guy who was making the flesh coats fell at the end and like fell on the corner of something, and his, and his face sliced off. Does that happen <laughs> in the movie? I think nope, that's happened in a know. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, that almost happened to me when I was like eleven and I was in a playground. Ooh. You oh. almost fell on something and sliced your face off. Yep. Oh on what? God. Slide. You want me to tell the story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. You have to now. 
um, you brought it up. Like, oh, you would you? I, I want to tell the story. I was waiting yeah, for somebody okay. to get like. <laughs> no, it's not that <laughs> interesting. Like, Move on. Yeah, um, fuck this story. No, yeah. I was running and I was chasing my brother, and then I tripped, and uh, so they had these cement benches. Yeah, and we were like leaping up those, and then I tripped and I landed uh, right here. Uh, so right on your right on your teeth, basically. Right on my teeth, and uh, these two broke <gasps> and went this way into my face, like into my upper lip below my nose. Yeah, and I could like feel them in there. Like uh. the teeth went up. The two teeth went not up not like the lip. broken pieces, but like the teeth themselves got pushed up into your gums. The the broken pieces. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then uh, the real kicker is that we were out in the middle of nowhere. And the uh, same dentist that they called that my dad was able to get in touch with came in and met us at the at the hospital, and he's the same man who was uh, not not the same doctor that delivered me, but the same other man that was in the room. Oh, okay, the guy who was watching you get birthed. That sounds yeah creepy. yeah, <laughs> yeah voyeurism. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just like I don't I don't I don't I don't, I don't want to help the pregnant lady. I just want to watch. I like to watch the birth. <laughs> I like I like it when the baby comes out. Shut up! I need this. <laughs> Put the fucking lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Oh man. Yeah. Yikes! I got hit in the face with a swing once. It's the whole story. <laughs> I uh, um. Do you know how volleyball nets have the two poles and then those diagonal ropes that kind of support yeah. the poles? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was nine or ten, I was at an overnight camp thing, and I ran. Again, it was dark outside, and I ran as fast as I could into one of those diagonal ropes, and I had a sweet burn <laughs> across my face all summer. Oh, so that was fun, man! And then the next day, my dad uh, lost his wallet in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> so this was last summer, by the way. <laughs> man, they should have. When you were a kid, they should have just like strapped you to a pallet and fed you applesauce so that you couldn't hurt yourself. I don't fucking like applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to do that. Anyway, Brad, did you see anything else this week? I did, but it's not not that important. I'll talk about it next week. What did you watch, James? Okay, fuck you. Uh, I saw Wolverine Origins, uh, obviously. Um, I also um, I'm two episodes into The Bridge, which is the new show on FX, uh, starring Diane Kruger, and it's a story about uh, basically it starts and they find this dead body on the bridge between America and Mexico, and like literally on the line. So when when she gets there, uh, she's an El Paso cop, and he's a Juarez cop. Um, and the two of them get there, and she's like, hey, this is, you know, it's the van that dropped this body off came from the American side, so it's our case. And he's like, fine, I got enough bodies. I don't give a shit about this one. There's a mass um, grave over here on my side, yeah, so I'll take care of that. That's literally what the show is about. Um, and so they uh, – sorry, there's a moth flying everywhere, so we're all going crazy. Um so then they they go to pull they they go to pick up the body and the two halves of the body pull apart. <laughs> and they, oh no. Yeah, yeah, like right on the line, and they realize that the top <laughs> half of the body is white and the bottom half of the body is Mexican. And they're like, "Oh, this is crazy." And then the uh, along the side of that, there is also there are these other little subplots that at first you don't realize what they're about, and then you start realizing they are all about immigration one way or another. Either it's some people who are trying to get into America and following their experience, or this woman who finds out that her now dead husband, um, spoilers for the second episode, but um, that in his in the in the basement of this house way off on their land because they're real rich, um, there is a tunnel that leads into Mexico that he has been like 
getting paid money from criminals in order to let Mexicans sneak into America through his land. Um, and it, clearly all of this stuff is coming to a head. I really like Diane Kruger's character is really interesting. She's basically a Vulcan. Um, she doesn't understand people. She doesn't understand like the way that people act or anything like that. And she's really into her job. Um, and even the way she portrays it really is like, she just, she just doesn't get it, you know? Um, and she ends up teaming up with this Mexican cop or Mexican detective. And the two of them are trying to work the case. Is and the she, Mexican totally social? Yeah, he's like totally the, fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, th- that binary itself is a little bit yeah. like, it's it's a little bit done. But I think... Uh, we had I think to pair up our cop off. with someone else who's complete yeah. opposite of that guy. Right, yeah. Um, but I think it's interesting. And, it, and I think the reason they do it is because... So, like, when she goes down to Mexico to, to try and investigate the bottom half of the body that they found... Like he didn't, his name is on that, is on that case, but he didn't really investigate it at all because they're, they have these things called murder houses down there where the like gangs will, when they kill somebody, they just know that like that house is abandoned. So they'll dump 40 bodies into that house. And then when they think that the cops are going to find it, they will move on to a different house. And so when they find these houses, they're just like, there's bodies here. And then they catalog them. And then there's really no investigation because there's just so many people dying down there. Um, and so th- I think the reason they do that binary between those characters is because it sort of gives you this idea that w- we're lucky enough that up here we can have all those processes and we have the time to investigate every murder and down there they don't. Um, and the, the murderer or whatever is going on leaves this message. And part of the message has to do with this idea of like, how come when one woman dies on the, on the North side of the border, it's a big deal. And when, 2,000 women die on the south side of the border nobody pays any attention and like that is where the whole story is going uh, if, you, I, if you want to go that, down that whole road that's a much deeper road that I don't think we should get into here oh, yeah, it, yeah. it's all this media and politics and st- I mean like right but I, I and the show is going that way and I, I think that's what's interesting about it I, I think it's a neat little story um, that I'm excited to see what stuff they do and even though it is talking about immigration I don't think it is being heavy handed with any specific like solution or like this is our politics on it like they are really just showing you how or at least in this world how it is down there um i mean i'm i don't know how much of it is fictionalized or maybe it's not at all but um it's still it's interesting um it's on netflix uh, no, it's on it's on, it's on it's on it's on FX. I'm nine years old. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Puberty. I, I it's on that, uh, it's on FX. Yeah. I think that show's been really badly uh, advertised because yeah. every time I've seen an ad for it, it's just like some stupid body being dragged off. And yeah. It's like it's just another dumb crime show. Yeah. It's gonna be another CSI. And but that actually sounds a lot more interesting. So I think they probably should have done better advertising. Yeah, FX is really bad at advertising their shows. Um, they do. They the, have they, the movies though. they had a brilliant one of my favorite shows the last 10 years a show called terriers um that everybody thought was about dogs and i got into it a little bit late and it's fantastic it's all on netflix go watch it the whole first season it it's all on there and (laughs) it's the only season the only the the only season is on there and it's great um i just I, i got my parents turned onto it recently and by the time they finished it, they realized like, oh, we need Jake, my brother. We need him to see it too. So they rewatched the entire season with him. Like, you know, they don't. They only did that for that and Justified, you know, uh, and Downton Abbey. It's just terrible that you can like watch a thirty-second ad for a show and still have no idea what yeah. the show is going to be about, and it seems like the bridge. 
advertisements were all like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah at those, least the title is better in this case because those you kind early of, ones too were really bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was, it was like a house and like the lights flickered and then that was it. And then you would get the title, the yeah. bridge. Or you'd see a shoe, like a random shoe. Yeah, they they were doing advertising the way that like AMC did advertising for The Killing, which didn't work very well. So I, I don't know. Um, anyway, you should definitely check out The, the Bridge. Uh, it's only, I think the third episode was this week. So um, get it on reruns real quick and catch up because I think it's really good. Um, I also got a chance to finally go see Much Ado About Nothing, uh, Joss Whedon's adaptation of the Shakespeare play Much Ado About Nothing, and it's fucking fantastic, man. It is hilarious. Um, the way that they adapt, you know, that 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 play is already funny, um, but the way that he adapts it into both a modern day thing and then just the way he works, he he'll work like little skits into it without any dialogue, so that he's not getting in the way of the actual play. But he's adding another another layer to it, so it doesn't just feel like people reading Shakespeare. Um, it's it's great. Uh, little things like you know when Nathan Fillion plays one of the two uh, one of the two clowns, they're they're cops, and they uh, when when they're leaving, like you see them in the background. Try, actually, I think Ryan said this. You see them in the background trying to get in their car, and you they realize that they lock their keys in the car, and there's no dialogue. They don't have to say anything, but. Um, it is just so much fun and they they pull off pretty well doing all the stuff with like people calling each other lord and prince and all of that stuff while being in the modern day it just sort of works um and amy acker is fantastic and uh alexis denisov is up uh, man who knew that guy was so good uh so for sure go ch- check that movie out or if you can't see it if it's not in your town be sure to rent it when it comes out because uh, it's special and I, I want Joss Whedon to do every Shakespeare now. Like, I want him to do The Tempest and, you know, all of the other fantastic... At least the comedies. Like, check that shit out. Man, uh, that would be so good. I feel like The Taming of the Shrew is not done enough. Yeah. I see that one. Absolutely. Yeah, the only good ad- adaptation of The Taming of the Shrew is 10 Things I Hate About You. Uh, and it's not it's not direct Shakespeare. It's, you know, an actual, like, adaptation. Um, where the nice thing about this is that they are reading the actual play. Uh, and reminding you how f- how genuinely funny that that play is. Sheesh. I want to adapt uh, the comedy of errors. I think we could do it. Oh yeah, yeah. It made me think about the fact that because I was an English major in college, it made me think about the fact that I think it is a grave mistake that in every English class you take, they make you read Shakespeare. And I realized that Shakespeare is really nowhere near as good read, like on the page like it's just sort of pitiful on the page like the the meaning is interesting but you have to study it you know uh and then very last thing was i saw the way way back which is it's a little indie movie um uh about it's written and directed by nat faction faction fakes on phase on i don't know uh and jim rash who you know jim rash because he is uh the dean in community and they won an oscar last year um or an emmy no, it was an Oscar. Oscar they won an Oscar for The Descendants, yeah. Uh, so two years ago. Uh, and this is a movie about this kid who uh, his mom is now dating this guy, and this guy has a summer cottage or a summer home on the beach somewhere. I don't remember where. And so they're going to go up and spend the summer at this beach. And um, and his mom's boyfriend also has a, has a daughter, so he's going to, if they get married, he'll have a stepsister. Um, but he's not really, you know... It's a normal Bildungsroman, you know, kind of story where he's not a, he's not your normal kid. He's not very popular. Um, and the scene actually opens with 
uh, this new dad saying to him like, "Hey, what on a scale from one to ten, what would you say you are?" and like forces the kid to answer the question. And uh, I haven't mentioned the fact that this 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 boyfriend is Steve Carell. Um, and then Steve Carell goes on to say, like, once the kid answers the question, Steve goes, um, "I think you're a three, you know. Like, I think you you know." You, you don't get out there enough, and this summer we're going to try and get you to raise that number. And you realize that I've never seen Steve Carell be such a dick. He is a complete asshole in this movie. Like, every time he's on screen, you just you hope he doesn't open his mouth because you know if he does, he's going to say something that just infuriates you. Um, and he seems nice around his mom, but then, like, everything he says to, to the kid, it's not even, like like he's a two-face where he really is just a dick to this kid it's like he thinks he's meaning well like he thinks he's trying to help this guy and he's really just an asshole who doesn't get it um but the story is that he this kid ends up getting sort of a summer job at this um uh like amusement park water world kind of place um like a slide water slide what do you call that water park water sure water park um and then he learns lessons and becomes a better person and uh, I, I I think it's really good. Um, the weakest thing about it is that sort of the thing he does at the end of the movie to like prove to himself and the whole family that like he's an independent person is not that impressive of a thing. Like it's it's a little bit anticlimactic, but uh, the whole story leading up to that is both adorable and heart wrenching and funny. Um, it's a it's a really good little movie that you know you're probably gonna miss it in a summer full of blockbusters. I don't know why they released it when they did. Uh, but definitely rent this movie. Anna Sophia Robb is really good in it as like the sort of love interest girl and um, Allison Janney. Allison Janney steals every scene she's in because she's the neighbor who's clearly some kind of an alcoholic. Oh, she's hilarious. Man, I love Allison Janney. Uh, so check that movie out for sure. Um, comic Book Corner. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. I'm going to do something we've never done before for Comic Book Corner, which is I'm going to recommend a book I've never read. You can't do that. No, I am. No, I am. There's a reason. You better be good. Okay. Uh, there is a collection of The Avengers Age of Ultron, which is the full story of Age of Ultron, which is what they're going to be basing the next Avengers movie on. And so you got like, you know, a couple years to read this book. Um, no way. Yeah. I'm going to go check it out. But anyway, um, if you don't want to pay full price like a chump, chumps pay full price for their trades, go to Colorado Quinn's Cards and Comics, and you will only pay like 80% because it'll be 20% off, which is pretty good. You can get all kind of, kinds of comics there. If you open a box, you know, and get all Old your comics slot, pulled yeah. for you, then uh, then you get some money off on those as well. What is it, 10% or 20, Brad? I think it's 20. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 20. It's great. It's a hell of a deal. I don't know why anybody goes to any other store. Plus, I've been to the other comic book stores. They're not very good. Dan, you texted me this whoa, week. Whoa, whoa, careful. It's true. Any comic book store There's a that lot we of, have is good. Uh, no, not any comic book store is good. I've been to bad comic book stores. but It's a luxury for us to even have a comic book store. All right, fine, fine, fine. It's a luxury. But Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics is fantastic. Go in there and tell Andrew to give you like stuff off. And he'll just do it because he does it for everybody. Dude. And tell him that the real note sent you. <laughs> You'd have bankrupt him. <laughs> I didn't say a lot of it. Only yourself. limited to 20% on any one thing. That's right. Yeah. So why should people pick up the Age of Ultron? 
because uh, it's what they're going to base the next Avengers movie on. And then you can like know the story going going in. What's so great about the story? I don't know. I'm going to go check it out. Why would aren't I you know aren't you curious? What's going to happen before it happens? You you want to know like sort of an idea. I was hoping you'd happen. say something like, "Oh, I, you know, the art's supposed to be really good in it or there's I a know. key plot read. point that, you know, it's got this I, amazing twist I heard." I, now that they have made this announcement, I really want it and I could go on Amazon and pay full price or I could go to Colorado Queens Cards and Comics and get 20% off. So where am I going to go, Brad? Colorado Queens Cards and Comics. That's right. Just like you should. This week we saw the Wolverine. Sorry, I'm like falling asleep over here. I'm I know, so but I'm not, not going to wake you up. So if no, you fall no, asleep, no, it's no, be no, okay. please do. I want to participate in Wolverine. Okay, it's almost hey, hey Dan, wake up. Hey, all right, uh, Ryan. Should people go see the Wolverine? Yeah, it was great. Lisa, should people go see the Wolverine? I agree that it was great. I found it highly entertaining. Hey Dan. Should people go see the Wolverine? I'm going to give it a hand uh, hand wavy. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Brad, should people go see the Wolverine? I was really into it for about the first 10 minutes, and then the old man died, and then everything just went downhill. And my favorite part of the movie was the bonus scene in the credits. <laughs> so that's not a good sign. Oh, man. The, the old man doesn't die in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, 20, whatever. Okay. When um, the old man dies, that's... I'm going to agree with uh, Ryan and Lisa and say, yeah, I really enjoyed this. I mean, it's not um, – it's I've, I had a few little issues with it, but I definitely think it is a fun time. It's the, it's certainly the best standalone Wolverine movie that we have because um, at least the – I don't know. that The story feels like it's cohesive to me, but uh, I would definitely say you should check it out. Uh, after this, we're going to play the trailer, and then after that, we will talk about it. And there's going to be some spoilers. I don't think you can really spoil the story too much, but just as a warning. My God, my God, my God, my God. Where were you? Oh, Jean, I'm so sorry. I'll never hurt you or anyone ever again. It's too late. No! And I've been trying to find the Wolverine for over a year. It's not who I am anymore. employer wants to say thank you for saving his life all those years ago. There is a time when our enemies knew honor. I wanted to offer you something no one else can. A gift. You have struggled long enough. I can end your eternity. Make you mortal. What they did to me. What I am. Can't be undone. Don't be so sure. I'm not healing like before. His flesh is weak now. 
Eternity can be a curse. A man can run out of things to live for. Dude, ninjas. Ninjas, <laughs> ninjas make this movie. Yeah. Like, there's all kinds of cool ninja fights, and they're not always shot well. You know, like the... the a little bit of shaky cam. Yeah, there's a lot of shaky cam in the funeral scene, but at the same time, there's the Wolverine running around just stabbing fools left and right. It was really just the one scene for me, anyway. Yeah. It was really distracting. Yeah. Otherwise, it was pretty... It just... Okay. It felt so satisfying every time he would, like, take his claws out in 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 all the ways that in Wolverine Origins it doesn't feel that way where like he takes his claws out and you're like okay yeah that's what he does but in this movie when he does it I'm like yeah we're gonna start knifing fools um I don't know man and that whole opening with him with all the hair and the bear eh, bear is kind of the bear CG is not fantastic he's, but... he's overly animated for a bear oh really I thought he was kind of like you know he was lumbering a lot and I bet that was didn't move that hard much. to CG though because you can't exactly get like a, an equivalent shaped thing to do the movements yeah like you can't mocap a bear yeah. you could try yeah. wouldn't be a good idea he yeah. gets to date one have him wake yeah. up with dots on him so <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just shave him and then paint dots yeah. on him oh my god why is this happening <laughs> I'm a majestic forest creature. Yeah. He he just he'd lay his head down and be like, "Wolverine, will you please stab me in the heart?" <laughs> and that's how you'd get him to play his part in the movie. Um, he was I, my favorite. Yeah, the bear, bear was your favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, with it. Like he goes to that bar and like stabs that guy with his own poison yeah. arrow, and, and does has some good witty dialogue there. Yeah. And then, but then he goes to Japan, and then after that, it's just like. Hey, I'm gonna follow this one Japanese chick around, and we're gonna go to these bunch of places and like just hang out until things die down, and well, we're, we'll kill 30 minutes of the movie did with that. Did anyone think it was weird that that he this like older dude Wolverine was like into this young Japanese girl? Oh yeah, because he's like 200 years old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did. Like as they were building up the whole romance story, I was like, "Are you really gonna do this?" Because it feels weird. But this in the comics, like she's an important character. For it that, was, for it was Wolverine, almost, but I almost got like a father daughter kind of feel at yeah. times, and then other times it would be kind of sexual. And it'd be like, I'm like, I'm a kiss really on you. Sure, uh, where it was going. I never got the father daughter vibe from it. Um, I was getting the creepy vibe from it, but it's <laughs> nowhere near as creepy as Twilight. So I was okay with it. This is true. This is true. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I, I liked seeing him stab dudes. Is and then weird? on the train, like them. That hanging on with clunky. knives, uh, like it looks like it's green screen. It's, yeah, that's a really clunky. clunky. Yeah. I, th- I think that the last payoff where he fakes that dude out into jumping off the train is cool. Yep. That, but yeah, the, that was cool, the whole but... ploy of like, well, we're gonna jump like frogs on the top of this train. That itself is bizarre. A lot of the it, action... tur- it turned into that level from Uncharted Two. Yeah, but not as good. Well, but not not near as good as I tried to. If was really moving at three hundred miles an hour, you would never land back on the train. You would have yeah. somewhere else. You would not have seen that yeah. stuff and been able to react to it. Yeah, you would have just been hit. Maybe you had adamantium claws. I was reading today you know, though yeah. that those Japanese bullet trains that travel that fast—they have never had a fatality. Really? Uh huh. 
Huh. In the years. So you're years saying if I throw myself in the front of that train, I will be famous? I don't think they've had Wolverine fight on top of them <laughs> with two men. Oh, yeah. There were definitely fatalities, fatalities on that train. But, but it wasn't because of the train operation. No. It was because of... Like, okay, so f- by contrast to the scene in, in X-Men Origins where he cuts the... the X in the door and and bullshit happens like yeah. when they're on the train and he slashes open the the one hole and he starts throwing dudes through the slashes like I thought that was cool like yeah because it's yeah, also it's also like he doesn't do it intentionally like he sort of misses and gets the thing and then that rips the hole and then that becomes a part of the action sequence and yeah like it wasn't this clunky, creative deliberate close up of a wall and then you suddenly see claws coming through with yeah. an X like yeah, a yeah perfect X. Yeah. And then the bottom comes out. Nothing else. Just the bottom breaks open and he comes out. Yeah. But easily, I think, the worst action scene in the movie. Like, the the I think the scene, the, the funeral is better. The, the scene when he fights her dad, like, or when, when Wolverine fights her dad and, like, everything is blue. It's all, it's all very, like, Kill Bill inspired. Oh, sure. Where everything is washed out in blue and... Uh, that that was all really yeah, cool. That was good. But Brad, you were in no way invested in because you you skip over the fact that he starts to lose his healing power, and then we're supposed to actually worry about him. Were you just never worried? You were like, ah, he's gonna get it back. Yeah, he's, he's gonna get it back. I was kind of figuring like how how are they gonna explain it, but at the same time, it's like it just felt like the a lot of the action scenes, the same thing where it was like, oh, we're on page twenty, we, we need to have an action sequence here. Yeah. Uh, how can we do that with what we have in the room? Okay. Uh, do that. Okay, audience is still paying attention let's move on it was the same thing with like his healing it just felt like you know he's too powerful we got to do something to like bring him down to our level and yeah let's take away his healing for a, a little bit yeah it's the majority of the movie or at least mm-hmm. the middle the middle half of the movie it's a he's... big plot of the movie but at the same yeah. time it's, like, it's just not that like i'm he's pretty i'm pretty sure he's gonna get it back or yeah we're gonna because they don't tell you like how it disappeared in the first place so obviously they're result of that is going to be like I I will say I was something more something weird is going on he'll probably get it back I was more shocked and afraid and thought it was ballsier when they started removing his claws you know and then suddenly like they're literally taking something away he can't get back and I was like oh oh shit like now shit got real then because especially when he loses the one I was like oh okay man they're really inhibiting him like he's only got the one claw what's he going to do and then he loses the second one and I was like Oh, so I guess the little Asian girl has to win the day because he's done. Like he's got nothing left, you know. Yeah, he can get that big sword back or whatever. But how are they gonna, you know? I think when they started move, removing his claws, then I was actually like genuinely not sure what was gonna happen. And then they did bone claws, and I was like, oh yeah, I fucking hate bone claws. <laughs> Um, I was a little confused because they make a direct reference to how samurai swords are supposed to be held two-handed. <laughs> yeah, that was. But the giant robot-y thing that he's fighting was not. It's dual wielding samurai swords. They should have given it four arms. Yeah. Oh. Like how is how is he having two hands on these two swords if he only has two arms? Or it could have been like uh, Pacific Rim where it had a third arm in the middle and then just whatever arm it was swinging, it would reach to that arm. It would, like the second hand, the third arm would reach on that sword, swing that sword, switch sword, <laughs> swing the other sword. Like it, it'd be this, you know, uh, what's that general dude from Star Wars who swings all the lightsabers? It'd Grievous. be like that scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be like the Grievous scene but with a giant samurai. Oh, where he has four of them? Yeah. Also, s- speaking of that... Uh, robot in Pacific Rim like it has three arms and it's the three Asian dudes that pilot it Yeah, but they never give us a good like clear 
look view at view of the of the cockpit. Like yeah, well, like because every other one it's just the two pilots standing next to each other. Yeah, what did the inside of that one look like? I don't know. It was weird. There was one what, guy was, hanging was upside the, down or something. Was I think they were like, like two in front, like the other ones, like in back facing the other way. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, but it never yeah. looked as cool. They just kind of glossed over that one. I th- they should have given it a moment where we got to see what good that third arm actually yeah. did. Yeah. but it just but died right away. Yeah, that one. Yeah, crushed. Yeah. Yeah, and then the mad Russian lady and woman were, were there like, <laughs> were were still around when they weren't. Were the Asian men's weren't there? Um, and anyway. how does how does Wolverine like holding a sword with two hands activate the fire? I don't know. Yeah, that was a bad point. That well, that was, was why I was even more confused by what, the robot because what, what the robot wasn't De- doing that. Machina. Machina? Well, no, oh, Deus Ex Machina would be if, like, uh, Xavier showed up at the end of the movie and was like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me kill the old guy in the suit. Oh, okay. You know, that would have been, yeah. You thought I was dead. Yeah. Guess what? Snake Lady, not very good in this movie. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for her to have, like, this big ultimate plan, but yeah. no, she's just kind of a bitch. Yeah, her her character exists as a plot point. Distract then, you from... Like, her mutant power is not cool enough... To really hey, they brought be back Toad. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lady version of Toad who can spit acid. Well, and what but. was her motive behind this whole? Uh, I think that was where I was kind of not really sold on her money because she says she's a nihilist and a capitalist, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. So mm-hmm. basically, this guy can just get rich people to do stuff for. Her. I was hoping she was involved with like some anti mutant organization, and she was going to use the. Japanese guys' resources to further that organization's plans. Oh yeah, there you go. Mind us back. Yeah, that's no. what I thought was something like that, where she was just she was using the old Asian yeah. guy as much as he was using her. Like if right. Magneto was running the show or something, is like the villain behind the scenes. Like that would have been interesting. But no, she's just just some random mutant causing trouble. It it felt to me like maybe there was just a few too many villain like characters, like. There was no one that was really like the worst. I felt like everybody kind of was equally. <laughs> well, because the, the the real main villain is an old guy who's gone the whole movie. Like yeah. he doesn't actually build. He doesn't build any tension. So by the end, you're you're not re- you you know like okay, well Wolverine has his powers back. He's probably going to be able to beat the old guy yeah. in the suit. I mean, he almost doesn't. He loses all but his at claws. The same time, but like, that fight was over in a fairly short amount of time and yeah. I don't know it just didn't feel like he was really that big of a villain in the scheme of things yeah and then how about like uh, the girl's fiance Wolverine tracks him down oh that was awesome well no he goes like he catches him like partying with these two scantily clad women, women kicks them out and then Wolverine just goes like how dare you this is your you're this girl's fiance, like, dude, you just slept with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is true. In yeah. the last scene. Yeah. She had two he dudes. He wasn't at engaged to someone else. Yeah. This, yeah. Oh, okay, this is true. Wolverine was not engaged to anybody. Yeah, but um, the girl was, and he's accusing yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. Um, of cheating on her. I like that scene though, because I, I, I think part of why I like this movie better than origins is because he's, well, as I said before, I like the parts where he's knifing fools. Um, but he's like he's actually like killing people, and in that scene, it ends with him, you know, throwing that guy off the balcony, and then they do the cop out where like, oh, he's in the pool, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, and she's like, well, how'd you know the pool was there? And he just goes, I didn't, and I was like, okay, cool. So you're giving the character edge without having him kill people on screen, because anytime he would actually like stab a dude in the chest, they sort of kept that out of the shot slightly. 
Um, they they said online that there's going to be like a bloody extended version of this movie, which that I look forward to because mm-hmm. I want to see, you know, dude, like when he's fighting with the dad and the dad totally chops him in half. That was yeah. cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it was the best. Probably by the end of the year, is it going to be my favorite superhero movie of the year? Eh, he couldn't but. have chopped him in half because he couldn't have gotten through the adamantium spine. But he did get a good cut in, I think. I don't know. I they they drew like a line as if you know, and then all of his crazy CG veins popped and healed the two halves of him back together. But I think it was completely in half. It was just like a side. Okay, maybe yeah. 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 It would have been mortal, or or it would have been a. Oh yeah. Would have oh, killed yeah. anyone else. That would have been cool though if he like tried and it just like stopped when it hit his spine. Yeah. yeah. You heard a big thunk. That would have been awesome. Poison is an unfortunate part of this movie because that scene with all the arrows. Yeah. I was like, oh man, this is gonna be cool. Like he's gonna fight all these ninjas, and then they just sort of got away from it and like, oh, he wakes up in this machine. You know. Yeah. It would have been cool if he had just slaughtered all of those ninjas, and then like, oh, the poison got to me, and then he knocked out. Because they have to get him into that chair. I guess. But, yeah, but at least we got that earlier scene with the ninjas yeah. doing ninja ass shit taking over the house. Yeah, yeah. They were doing sweet flips and sweet stuff. parkour. Yeah, all kinds yeah. of parkour. I agree, it's better than Origins, but at the same time, I feel like that movie is really only thirty minutes long. <laughs> like a lot this, of stuff wait, this, in the middle. This movie is just, or, or this Origins? Movie. Oh, okay. Like uh, it, it's really just the beginning with Nagasaki, and then finding out like he can. There's a way to make him immortal, and then you can just skip right to the. Finding out that he's a robot. Ah, I liked I liked suit. Mariko. Hmm? I liked Mariko, like the the girl, and you know, that he's especially around with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not. He's trying to protect her. She's nice, um, but like, yeah, they don't really have any interesting banter. Or, uh, uh, well, like when when he shows up in the train and they're they're talking, there he's got some good. He's got some good, like like what gruff. I don't remember now, but yeah, he's, so he he's says some funny memorable. things on the train. No, he doesn't. Well, I just saw the I just saw the movie. Like you he's know. Like, I think there's people following us. Then he fights him, comes back like, we need to get off this train. No, no, because ma- he makes a comment about, like, how don't these things go, like, three 300 miles an hour? And, you know, that whole thing. That's not that interesting. I don't know. He was also kind we of dying at that point, too. Yeah. So I think he had other things on his mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I liked her. Especially then at the end, she stabs that dude in the neck, you know, because she's got knife-throwing skills. Yeah. Remember that? claw knife throwing knives yeah with bones in the middle I wish we'd seen more of that because everybody else has ninja skills and she supposedly has them but you never really see them I do at least like the fact that every time she gets kidnapped which she gets kidnapped a lot she's like fighting back like she punches off a couple good dudes you know like she doesn't just like oh uh, I'm the princess and they got me this time like they you know she she beats a couple dudes up yeah she tries yeah just too many dudes yeah. But she still never has knives on her, and she's supposedly, like, okay. a Okay, good point. Yeah, she should have some knives on her, and every now and then, like, knife a dude in the neck. Yeah, like, know? in the funeral scene, she should have got some dudes. Yeah, yeah, knives. like, like when, when one of the one of the monks should, like, come up to her, and she should have just been like, bam, and just knife a dude in the neck, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. shit. She's got knife skills. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the then we... The scene was good. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yakuza come in doing Yakuza shit. There's ninjas, ni- there's ninjas, ninjas not, not hiding very well on the ceiling. Yeah. That's my, my my favorite shot is he looks over and there's just this dude like sort of kneeling behind a uh, like a like ten feet away from the not people walking. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Like it's daylight and he's dressed all in black and you're just like, You you're not good at that part. You're just yeah. not. Everyone sees you, dude. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of this. <laughs> He's, he should have just like held his hands over his <laughs> eyes and like spread his fingers like he was a four-year-old. You can't see me. Yeah. And Brad, your favorite scene was the stinger. Oh yeah, the was setup the thing for the, the credits. Days of Future Past. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, it. Which I hate that they leave him with no with bone claws because that well, means it, I was telling you he'll probably get the metal ones back because they'll just yeah. fuse over they'll, ju- they'll just say like oh Magneto gave bones. you back yeah. steel claws Magneto can do he could bend that stuff. shit oh yeah 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 <laughs> Magneto can, can bend that shit he just dip them in melted adamantium too oh yeah. yeah I mean it's the easiest part for him to lose like he didn't lose the skull like he doesn't do it, have to do anything crazy um yeah 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 um but it was cool um I don't know yeah, I definitely still. I, I had a, I had a good time with it. I will probably buy that movie, mm-hmm. extended bloody edition, with more dude stabbing in it. <laughs> it's really just the dude stabbing I like. I also really liked that it was in a different setting because, I mean, oh, yeah. all of the X Men movies have been pretty much in like, well, America, but like yeah. in like New York kind of places, and it was nice to have like a change of scenery. Anytime there was like snow falling on Japanese flowers, I was like, "Oh yeah, cool." It apparently yeah. rains a lot there. Yeah, that's yeah. A cover up the Lots CG. Of rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, like I said, that's it for this week. Yeah. Um, Make sure to check us out at Castleman's next week uh, again. July thirty first, eight p.m. Five dollars yeah. online, eight dollars at the door. What movie are we see next week? Uh, I think that next week is Two Guns. Actually, I won't be here next week, so I don't give a shit. Oh, really? 40 oh, hour, baby. You asshole. Man. Because, yeah, next week's going to suck. This is the least I've looked forward to a week yes, all year. No excuse. Oh, man. I really would like to find a way to see The Spectacular now, but... the Too man, limited. Yeah. It's only in L.A. So, yep. it's ridiculous. So, yeah, if you like, uh, if you want to watch Denzel Washington and uh, Mark Wahlberg be cops again... Just in a li- movie. Yeah, listen in to hear Ryan and I probably say bad things about that movie. No, 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 no. We, we look, Every movie, I want every movie to be good. It could be great. It just, it looks like a schlocky ripoff of a Tony Scott movie. There's a reason it's probably premiering in August. Yeah. Well, Elysium is the week after that. I'm excited for that. Studios have no faith in original sci-fi. This is true. Yeah. Looks great, though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ryan, Lisa, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, it's fun. Thanks for having us. Dan? Dan fell asleep. Dan fell asleep. I'm not going to wake him up. He doesn't sleep enough. Uh, So anyway, until next week, bye. Bye. Bye.